You, you want to see something really scary? What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to the Grave Plot Podcast. Good golly, Miss Molly. Welcome back to the Grave Plot Podcast. I'm your host, Gelatoni. Should have said, good golly, Miss Molly, got me a live one. <laughs> who are you? Say your name. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Taylor of Terror. That's who I is. This is episode 204 of the Grave Plot Podcast. Why have you started saying 204? Like, two, why not 204, 204? Why is that always 204 like you're saying a phone number? I don't know. <laughs> Does it matter? It's just weird. Is it? To me. Well, maybe you're the weird one. Have you ever considered that? Not really. Of course not. Because you're selfish. <laughs> you never think that maybe you're the problem. Anyway, welcome back, guys. We are happy to have you um, back to our normal schedule. That's right. You get two episodes of the Grave Plot Podcast in as many weeks. How about that? How about that? It's not any kind of special thing. It's just... Our own negligence. <laughs> uh, best thing is that we're back to our normal recording setup. Because, man, that, that last one was rough. Like, the best way I found to, to make it sound the best was to just not do anything to it. Because <laughs> if I even tried to, like, level things out, it just sounded like shit. So, like, all right, well, it's going to gonna go out this way i noticed i was quiet but other than that i thought it was okay yeah it was really hard to because i had us on two separate tracks and it was trying to get us balanced out but we were both so like all over the place it was really hard to find a a middle ground Hmm. anyway uh how are you how you doing taylor oh not so bad Mm -hmm. what's new uh not much. Getting ready to uh, head to New York here in a couple days mm-hmm. uh, for a wedding. Going up, up upstate, not going to the city. But uh, yeah, Cultus Platt has a virtual live show coming up next month. I saw that. I got an invite. What was it for again? Uh, Super Troopers. Right. Featuring Max Zaleski of Without a Cause Wrestling. How come he gets the live episode? Because of timing. Oh. <laughs> I see. I see how it is. Well, that's that's fun. That's special. Yeah. Head to cultusplat.com slash events for more info. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets. Meow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I think there's anything really exciting going on with me, which is a change. How's your little spud? He's, he's well. He's, he's all over the fucking place. My wife just texted me and told me that he drank some coffee, so that's... Oh, so he's going to be... That's cool. Have, some good energy tonight. <laughs> I don't know how much he drank, but she like 
She'll pour. She shares her cup with him. Her cup it, of coffee? No, just in general. Like, cause she she pretty much she has all these like Starbucks cups that I don't even want to know how much she spent on all of them to come together. But, oh, not just paper cups, like the ones you buy. From yeah. Starbucks. Okay. The one they have like Facebook groups for, and like they buy and trade them and stuff. It's anyway, <laughs> the ones like the like baked Alaska throws fits about every December. Or? Baked Alaska. He's some right wing nut who's always like, he was he was the one that was like, um, when they ask your name at Starbucks, say Merry Christmas, so they have to say it. It's like, good one. Guy, fucking stupid. Fucking nailed them. <laughs> They're just these big Your cups are fucking red. <laughs> Where's the Jesus? Oh, though, no, not not those. Oh, uh, they are. They're big, tall. Oh, like tumblers. Yeah, they're like they're 20, 24 ounces. Okay. Um, they're like heavy duty plastic. I mean, as far as cups go, they're fairly fairly well made. Um, but like, I don't know how much she's spending on these fucking things, especially if she's buying them like secondhand. Because apparently there's a hot market for these things. People will go in and like buy like six of them and then resell them. Like there's enough of a demand for that. Weird. Anyway, but she puts most of her drinks in these things. Just whatever she's drinking, she'll put one in one of these cups. And she, like if she's drinking water, she'll share it with him. And, you know, she puts her coffee in them too. So he will, if she's not looking, I imagine, probably pick up the cup and drink out of it thinking it's water. So this time it was coffee. So there's that. Um, Just give him a little whiskey. It'll bring him back down. Uh, he had his first dentist appointment. So that's that's fun. Does he have teeth? Yeah. Yeah. He's got nine of them. Oh, wow. I think almost ten. That's more than you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that's, you should probably... Stop doing meth. I know that's what they keep telling me, but but it's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Tony. It's slowly killing you. I'm like I know. <laughs> At least it's slowly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I'm going down to Portland next weekend for Rose City Comic Con. You can go see a Pickles game. A Pickles game? Yeah. I don't know what that is. They got a minor league baseball team called the Portland Pickles. Oh. I mean, no, I hadn't planned on that. Uh, I'm going to go see uh, Jim Lee's there again. I've got, last time I saw him at Emerald City last year, um, I couldn't find the two things that I wanted him to sign. Well, I take that back. I've, there was one thing I wanted him to sign, but there were two other things I also wanted him to sign, and I couldn't find them. I have since found them, and now I want him to sign them. <laughs> so I'm going to go see him again. At, uh, and uh, Sean Astin is going to be there. And... You're going to have him sign the Encino Man? Yep. <laughs> and then I just got to get Polly Shore. I was going to say, it'd just be missing Polly. And then what's his name? Um, uh, fucking DeLuise's kid. Yeah. Skip so. DeLuise. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. No, I got it. Nobody right. can see you. The joke. They can. There's no way there. I know. <laughs> Skip Skip Eloise, I think is his name. That's probably a name. It's probably what they call him at home. Um. Anyway, uh, Skip 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 Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> you dumb. Um. Yeah. I saw the Elvis movie, and I don't think I've ever talked about it 
on the show, but like I, Elvis is the first thing I can ever remember hearing at home. Like my dad is a huge Elvis fan and kind of, you know, that, uh, I think more my sister and I, rather than, than my brother, um, we really adopted that and been big Elvis fans practically since birth. Um, anyway, and yeah, so this new movie came out that Baz Luhrmann did. Amazing movie. Like, I was so good. Um, like, I'm, I'm not a big Baz Luhrmann fan. Like, um, he did, like, he did Romeo and Juliet, right? He did that one, right? I think so. Uh, I liked that one. He did Moulin Rouge, right? He did Moulin Rouge and he did The Great Gatsby. Or I think it's just Gatsby. Um, I didn't care for either of those, um, but I really liked this one. It, this was killer. And apparently, there's a this. <laughs> it was like I think it was almost a two hour movie, um, or maybe just over two, two hours. And I guess he has a four hour um, director's cut that's Jesus. coming down the pipe. So, <laughs> um, who's, who's the guy that plays Elvis in that? Uh, Austin Butler. Is he better than Jack White? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think there's any. That's the bar for me. That's <laughs> really good. You know what? Honestly, though, like he, I don't even remember what movie that was. Uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Who who's Frankie Muniz playing that one? Buddy Holly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I love how, like, in those parts, they have to like, like they so blatantly say the names of the people, so you know who they're supposed to be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this Austin Butler kid, um, he, I mean, he looked the part well enough. Elvis had a very distinct look. Sure. It's really hard to, to capture. Um, so he, he basically, he looked like somebody playing Elvis, but when I was not looking at the screen and he was talking, I would have sworn I was listening to Elvis talk. Like he nailed his voice just like down pat. It was weird. Who played Elvis and walked the line? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know that I've seen that movie. Oh, really? I'm not. I'm not a big Johnny Cash fan, so I never really oh. sought it out. Um, it's like the one Walking Phoenix movie I like. You know, like uh, fucking Signs, Signs, <laughs> <laughs> or Joker. Did you ever see Joker? I never saw Joker. You can you could probably skip it. I'm not yeah, I'm not super inclined to see it, honestly. Yeah, people are so fucking over the moon about it, and it's like I watched it and I'm like, this is fine. I don't know. I mean, I know it's Joker, and it's supposed to be like a you know, as far as multiverse supposed to be like a different Joker or or whatever. Um but I'm like, this this isn't Joker. <laughs> like I, I I I get what he's doing here, but this isn't Joker. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, so that I was I was pretty excited about that. I, I really liked it. Like it's I haven't seen a movie in a while that I really just like. Man, that's awesome! I can't think of anything that's like coming out to theaters that I'm like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to see that. Like, There's a few for me, but probably not the like like Black Adam. I'm pretty stoked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'll probably I'll probably wait for Disney Plus on that one. Fair enough. Like I'll see it for sure. But I, wait, no, that's. DC would be HBO. Max. Oh right. Well, either way, I got both those. I got so many streaming networks. It's crazy. 
I got so many streaming networks that fall out of my pockets. I'm just like, Netflix, boom. Hulu, boom. Disney Plus, boom. Stars, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) How much do I spend each month? I don't even know. (laughs) That's where it's at now. We talked about this years ago. Oh, yeah. On the show, even. Probably. How, like, you know, people are dropping cable and all these streaming networks are coming out, and it's like pretty soon people are going to be paying as much for the streaming networks as they were for cable. And here we are. Here we are. But the joke's on me because I still pay for cable. <laughs> I I mean, I pay for cable, but I have cable. What does this mean? Be- <laughs> <laughs> I don't steal cable. That's all I was to you. <laughs> I, what I meant was that it would be more expensive for me to not have cable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, we have Comcast calls the, the triple play. Yeah, that's what we, I think, we, I think that's what we have too. Okay. Yeah, I okay. honestly don't even know because I'm like, I probably have a home phone. I don't know. Yeah, we have a number, um, but we don't have a phone. We've never had a landline. Well, what am I going to do? Like, beep, boop, beep, boop. What? Get, pull your finger out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. So pull your finger out of your ass. But it's funny because our cable box, if we're on the rare occasion actually watching something on TV, if somebody calls us, it'll pop up on the screen. It's like, the fuck is that? <laughs> well, apparently, judging by the voicemails that are left on our digital voicemail or, or whatever, uh, our number used to belong to a uh, doctor's office. Oh, really? Yeah. So people, it's actually not um, patients that have noticed. It's uh, like insurance companies and stuff. Mm. Like, you know, probably like medical, yeah, um, pharmaceutical companies and, and, you know, things like that calling and leaving voicemails. It's like, stop fucking calling me. You should pick up when one of the pharmaceutical reps I, call and just be like, yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and send uh, two or three of those girls to my to my office <laughs> and, uh, you know, have them bring some pens or whatever. <laughs> Make them dress nice, real nice. Well, no, don't be too creepy about it. Jesus. <laughs> don't give away the plan. Pens and, and stress balls. They always have pens. It's, oh, look, this Plomaxisol pen that I got. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm glad I don't have that. That would annoy the shit. I mean, if the shit's popping. Oh, Jerome Davis Insurance is calling. I'd be like, go fuck yourself, yeah. Jerome Davis. And I didn't even realize it was happening uh, because I was looking through like the settings menu. Like it was. There's no way to turn it off. No, I, I don't think so. No. Um, but yeah, I was looking through it and it saw, it's like, you have messages. I'm like, okay, well, what the hell are these? Like, I thought they were just like messages from Comcast saying, oh, you know, this week. Your bills due or whatever. Yeah. You know, this week is a special free preview of a fucking Playboy Stars. channel. Stars. <laughs> free weekend of the Playboy channel. You fucking boss. Does the Playboy channel still have boobs? I don't know. Uh, I miss you half. <laughs> well enough. Um, but uh, yeah, I just saw the messages and I like voicemail from like voicemail. What? Because <laughs> I'd forgotten we even had a number. But anyway, so yep, there we go. That's that's everything going on. Xfinity triple play. <laughs> but yeah, to to your point, we have the triple play because. It's cheaper for us to have that rather than internet. Yeah. I remember I said that on some forum one time and somebody was like, ah, yes, the old bundle scam. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally getting scammed by paying less money. They got me good. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know how they're making money doing that or how they're making more money. Because why would they do it if they're not making more money? <laughs> it's beyond me, but all I know is I'm paying apparently less doing this than I would be paying for internet and cable separately. Yeah, I mean, it's always like, you know, for the first 12 months or whatever, and then it's like, oh, your bundle is expiring. And you're like, okay, what's the new bundle? Yeah. I'll get that one instead. Yeah, we managed to piggyback that for a little while, then they stopped doing it. <laughs> Usually if you call and you're like, I'm, I want to cancel my service, they're just like, well, what can we do to keep you around? And you're like, oh, well, let's find a way to make my bill cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, we, we did that. I, I did that a couple times, and I learned that trick from my dad because he did that for a long time. And I don't know if they just got wise to it or, or what, but like uh, they're it's like, I think I'm going to cancel my account. I'm looking for you know other options. And they're like, oh, well, sorry to see you go. I'm like, well, uh, <laughs> I haven't made a decision yet. I just want to see. I'm seeing what, what's out there. Yeah, I want to see what you can offer me. I'm pretty sure I have like the Latino package or whatever. That was like all the all the Hispanic, uh, Spanish language channels. Fun. Just, just because that was what was the cheapest. So I'm like, <laughs> whatever. If it's cheaper, give them to me. I won't watch them, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I think we're paying for like expanded basic or whatever the fuck they call it. Oh, we yeah. don't really have any like any special channels. It's funny, like going through it and finding the channels that we don't have. It's like, oh, I would have thought that would be part of this, but yeah, whatever. Go watch it on fucking Hulu or something. Nowadays, though, like we're getting so fucked because all the like apartment companies partner with Xfinity. Mm-hmm. It's usually only Xfinity that they do it with. Yeah, and so you're like, oh, I'm thinking about canceling my service, and they're like, well, I see that your building is serviced by Xfinity, so good fucking luck. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, my parents have the same problem with uh, internet. Um, they, uh, they live in a, a senior park. Um, I mean, in a, in, a, in a mobile home, basically. Um, and, uh, the so park. just got exclusive on the whole park. Yep. Fucking bullshit. And I mean, it's, it's not terrible internet, but it's not great either. I love to see that we'll get the flyers for like CenturyLink mm, yeah. in our mail. And I'm like, you fuckers know that we can't switch to you so you know what i wish we could have is fucking uh google fiber oh yeah man that'd be dope fucking or any fiber internet really dope because like people say like uh you don't need you don't really need one gig internet but like uh, but i kind of want it i don't need a hand job either but it'd be <laughs> yeah. sweet yeah. and it's like you know when you've got so many devices now that attach to it um you know, sending and, and receiving signals at any given time. Yeah. It's like, it's just killing your bandwidth. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, I don't know, like, like I got a ton of fucking smart devices in our house. Yeah, we got three, at least, just in this little apartment. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we live in an old house, so, like, a lot of the rooms don't have... Actually, I was say, the uh, um, fucking... I have a brain fart. Living room does not have lighting. And there are no light switches. Yeah, our bedroom doesn't have lighting. But does it have a light switch? 
Yes. Okay. It controls one of the outlets. Okay. So the bedroom, all of our bedrooms have a light switch that controls a, a certain outlet. Well, no, oh. no, we have no overhead lighting. In the whole we, house? No, in the in the kitchen, dining room, and and we have one in the hallway. That's where we have overhead lighting. The bedrooms and the living room, no overhead lighting. Oh, I never noticed. Um, and uh, yeah, so when we moved in, because we didn't have any fucking light switches, and we would have to keep reaching up under it and you know turning a, a t- one of those tiny little knobs every time we want to turn the light on and off, or, or you know walking into a dark room, and you know if we come home late at night or something. So yeah, I got some smart switches. What's happening? Okay. I I thought the video was muted, so I unmuted it, but then we heard it through our headphones. So I don't know if anybody can hear us or not, but nobody's watching anyway, so it's fine. Whatever. I mean, every time I talk, there's a little green light up around the screen, so I think that's registering. And it doesn't say that my mic is muted. Okay. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I put smart switches on all the lights and just have, you know, an Alexa working. Um, and then, yeah, since then I've upgraded other things around the house to be on smart switches and things like that, just out of convenience. But all that eats up bandwidth, so. Yep. I don't I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Internet. Internet. Let's talk about something relevant. Yes. <laughs> Since we've been babbling for 20 minutes about the goddamn internet. Okay. <laughs> uh, so um Yeah. Let's get the show going. Um before we do that, we want to talk about some very special people. Those people, of course, all are our uh, grave diggers over on Patreon. These lovely folks help support this silly little show that we run. Uh, and, you know, we couldn't do it without them. It's not an expensive show we run, but it does cost money. It's pay for internet. <laughs> uh, no, not internet, but we have to pay for our website and our hosting fees and all that stuff that comes up. And these folks help that not be our burden. And we got new pads on our headphones. We did get new pads. I still got to build a show for that. You I, have you have a show card? I think I used my card cuz I didn't have it cuz I bought them on eBay, so I didn't I didn't have my card attached to my eBay account. I'll do it eventually. Um Where's it going? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yes. These lovely folks that we're talking about are Carlos Rodella, Gory B. Movie, Max Zaleski, Aaron Meyer, Bob Voorhees, and Kevin Nesgoda. Thank you so much from the bottoms of our hearts. It means the world to everyone, but mostly us. Probably just us. Yeah. But what would the world be without the Grave Plot podcast? A little darker. Yeah. Little, little lonelier. <laughs> yep. A little sadder. Yep. I we hope we we brighten up your day for you know four two, hours two. a week. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we have two hundred and three other episodes you can go back and listen to also. Plus Octoberama, right? Plus we used to do exclusives. <laughs> we used to. 
Who has the time for that anymore? Not us. That's for damn sure. Taylor, if anybody else wants to join the party, where can they go? They can go to patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast. For as little as $1, you can do things like uh, let us know what movie you want to want us to cover for our Patreon picks episodes or uh, during October, Ami, you can pick one of the themes or for $5, you can join us live on discord every single episode. Like right now, we're literally live right now. Yeah. If you were on camera, you could see my butt because I'm mooning the camera right now. It's true. He's, he's gaping right now. <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> and this is the, the, the hot action you're missing by not being on our Patreon. Hot fuck action. I was going to say HLA, and I was like, that doesn't apply. Um, this is all the action you're missing by not being on our Patreon. So head to patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast and join us today. Do it. All right. Well, let's go into the show. One, one more little piece One more of thing. Uh, Graveplot Film Fest. We are now accepting submissions. So if you have a short horror film, 15 minutes or less, send it over to us. Uh, graveplotfilmfest.com or filmfreeway.com slash graveplotpodcast. We'd love to see it. We'd love to have you be part of the festival, which is taking place on February 3rd. That's not right. February 4th, 2023. It's not 2323. I I know because I was like, that would be awesome. (laughs) So I know it's not. I think it's February 4th. Fucking fuck. But yes, graveplotfilmfest.com for more information about that. Yes. 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 Cuban B. <laughs> I say that to her sometimes. <laughs> My dog's name is B. So sometimes I'll just go, yes, Cuban B. Beatrice. She's like, what? <laughs> Sleeping. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't look at me. Look over there. Don't look to me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Don't come near me. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't wait to do that on Cult of Splat. <laughs> on the calendar, I assume. It's not on, a, on the calendar, but it's on the list. Got it. We have a list, and we have a calendar. Calendar right now is set through November, and then we're kind of wide open after that. Gaping. We are gaping wide open. Speaking of which, uh, Tony's going to be on an upcoming episode, if you're interested in hearing hearing that. It's true. I am. He's going to be talking about a movie with cavemen. Because who else would you want to talk about cavemen with? Well, a caveman. One caveman in particular. Yes. All right, let's get into the show proper. Let's do that now. And do some horror business. God, he fucking babbled so much, I forgot what we were even here for. All right, one of these days we should just do an episode where we, just, we don't have a, a format. Just we talk. Just, we just sit here and talk. We probably could. You know we fucking could. <laughs> I mean, there'd probably be a lot of awkward sciences while we think of the next subject, but... Or we... Awkward sciences? What? You said awkward sciences. It sounded like awkward sciences. You pro- I, I mean, I know you didn't say awkward sciences, but it sounded like awkward sciences. Oh. It's like, I don't like, think I said like sciences. trigonometry is like a fucking awkward science. That is fucking awkward. You're fucking awkward, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in real world horror, um, we're not going to Mexico this time, guys. We almost did. We almost, did. We almost went we, to Mexico. We had a potential story about Mexico. <laughs> in this, uh, in this case, we're going to the Great White North, 
Up in Saskatchewan. Open Saskatchewan. Open Sasparilla. Nothing. Nothing. It's fucking Looney Tunes. You're yep, fucking yep. Looney Tunes. Uh, yes, particularly to the Redberry Bible Camp. So you can see where this is going. Ruh row. Uh, following several days. Oh, it's a. Rewind. Start over. So, Hi, I'm Skeletoni. <laughs> Welcome to episode 204. <laughs> Why do you say 204? Why do you say 204? We're going to do the whole thing. We're literally going to sit here and Just do the whole thing. Word. We're going to do another 20 minutes of babbling. About the internet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, at the Redberry Bible Camp in the province of Saskatchewan, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, let's see, it's, oh, it's, He's not even like the the director. He just works there. He's just a guy. He's just a fucking He's guy. He's a member. Uh, by the name of Carlos Dirk, Dirksen. 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 <laughs> or Dorksen. I'm not sure. Either one's not great. Dorksen? Dorksen? Is Dor- it Dor- It's got to be. I mean, Dorksen? D-O-E is doe. A deer. A female deer. <laughs> <laughs> And then R-K-S-E-N. Dorksen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it can also be Dirks. Dirksen. Um, I say we go with Dorksen, because this is fucking dorky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said to have cautioned the children that they could be possessed by demons at any moment. Could happen, guys. Could happen to you. Are you possessed? Admit it! <laughs> It could happen to me. It could happen to you. It could happen to you. Anyone. Anyone. <laughs> At any moment. All right. I mean, theoretically, even Dirksen. Dorksen. That's what we agreed on. We agreed on Dorksen. Dorksen. Um, or settled on it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, apparently... Wait, following several days. Oh, okay. So for days on end, he was like, you could be possessed. You could be possessed right now. And then one of the boys was stricken, 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 stricken with a nosebleed. And he began convulsing on the floor. So you know what that sounds like to me? Fucking aneurysm. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe I was going to say the power of persuasion. Sure. Like he was just like, you could be possessed. And the kid got a fucking nosebleed because maybe he, it's dry in Saskatchewan. I don't know. Maybe he just gets nosebleeds. But all of a sudden he got a nosebleed. He was like, oh, my God, demon, and threw himself on the ground because he'd been threatened by demons for days on end. I mean, it's likely. And, you know, of course, instead of giving medical attention. It's like, like if somebody like told you for days you were going to shit your pants. And then you like had to poop. And you're just like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> like, he's right. I'm shitting my pants. It's like, get up and go to the fucking toilet. It's like, no, but he said, like, he knew. It's too late. We've gone too far. Dorkson said. <laughs> um, yeah, but instead of providing medical attention, because why would you do that? Medical attention can't stop the devil. That's right. 
the devil. Um, he uh, sounds like a country song. What medics can't stop the devil? I mean, it probably is. Doctors can't stop the devil. That's good. <laughs> yeah. If that's not a country song, I'm gonna write it. It's gonna be fucking terrible because I don't know how to write country songs. <laughs> well, you have to have something about a dog. Done. You have to have something about a a truck and an X and a, yeah and a, and a lost love. Yeah. And then you got fucking the means. <laughs> the best country song title though is still "Dropkick Me Jesus" through the goalposts of life. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, but yeah, instead of providing medical attention, what did he do? Well, an exorcism, of course. Obviously. Uh, after the ritual, the self-described apostle. Self-described apostle. Go fuck yourself all the way home, you piece of shit. (laughs) I hate this guy. But, uh, what did it say in the Bible? You know, beware false prophets. Yes. Um, he uh, went as, went so far as to hand out business cards. Oh my god, I hate him even more because <laughs> he's got business cards. It's like, hey, next time you get possessed, fucking call me. <laughs> my name, the name's Dorkson. <laughs> Carlos. His, his business Dorkson. card says Carlos Dorkson. Phone number, blah 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 blah. Doctors can't stop the devil. <laughs> Uh, he handed business cards out to the camp- campers with the caveat. I've never had a business card come with a caveat before. That's that's a new one. Um, uh, caveat being that he was the only person who could cast demons out of them. This guy's a fucking con artist. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the, the fucking Vatican would be interested to hear about that. Yeah. They might want to talk to him. Fucking Ed Warren over here. <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, I think the Vatican's secretly been doing exorcisms for you know, decades, I mean, hundreds of thousands of Millennia? years. Millennia? Not, not thousands. Probably not thousands. I don't, think the, I don't think the Vatican's been around that long. <laughs> hundreds of years, certainly. Centuries. Centuries. Centuries upon centuries. He's motioning. You, no, one, no one knows yeah. what he's doing, but he's... <laughs> He's motioning at the vastness of the centuries. I wish I knew how to make those noises stop. Me too. The worst part is I don't know where they're coming from. Um, <clears throat> where do I leave off? Uh, four of the boys went so far as to call their parents in the middle of the night, begging them to take them home. Go figure. But here's the thing. <laughs> they didn't call their parents saying, hey... This entire thing is a fucking scam. <laughs> Please come pick me up. No, they were like terrified of being possessed by demons. Right. I mean, who wouldn't be scared, really? Me, for one, because I'm a grown up. <laughs> and I know demons aren't fucking real. But if you were a young boy. A young boy playing tiddlywings. <laughs> <laughs> That, um, that joke will never get old. <laughs> Apparently not. Because we've hammered it into the fucking ground. And we're still oh. laughing. <laughs> so much so that the joke has lost all meaning. It's just, it's just funny on its own now. So have you seen this show called Little Demon? It's a cartoon on FX? No. 
Uh, Danny DeVito plays Satan. <laughs> Audrey Plaza plays his ex-wife. And Lucy DeVito plays his daughter. Okay. And uh, apparently, the Christians are just up in arms because the show is on Hulu. And how dare Disney show such a show? Let me tell them about a little movie coming out soon called Hellraiser. <laughs> Actually, is it a movie? Was it a movie or a miniseries? It's I can't a remember. movie, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Hellraiser. Coming to Coming Hulu. soon. <laughs> yeah, like... But they're like all worried about like it's it's like the devil coming into mainstream culture and they're promoting paganism. It's like you know none of this shit is real, right? Yeah, and like no, fuck's sake, I can't even get into it. And they're like people who are like, I'll never go to Disneyland again. I'm like, fucking good. Yeah, please. Hey, if all of you are upset with Disney, stop going there. That'd be awesome. That, that would be fucking awesome. Because then I can go on all the fucking rides. Also, I hear there's there's a rumor that they might ban live streaming from Disneyland, which would be fucking sweet. But okay, like all the people on TikTok, like just walking around, going, "Oh, I'm in line for this ride. Just stand with me while I wait in line for an hour and a half." Oh Christ! And people watch that shit. Like what? Or or the idiots who are like spraying you know easy cheese off Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh, man. That was a thing. I think I would... Uh, and he didn't even make a Goofy movie reference. Like, if you're going to do that at Disneyland, you've got to make a fucking Goofy movie reference. Sure, yeah. I mean, Big Thunder Mountain doesn't make any sense. Or Big Thunder... Mountain Railroad. Is Big, it Mountain Railroad? Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, they don't tie, but sure, yeah. Yeah, but still. You, you just, make the Goofy reference. Like, at least go... Ah! <laughs> Leaning Tower of Cheese. It's a joke. Yeah. Because he likes the cheese. So instead of spraying it off the side of the mountain, you should have put it in your hand like a leaning tower of pizza and then just hucked it. <laughs> make a make a wad of it. It'd be really hard to do while you're while you're on the ride though. Just be like spraying back at yeah. you. Which is what you fucking deserve because you're an idiot. Although cheese was is not cheese. Well, it's cheese product, I believe, <laughs> is how they call it. Um, but, uh, it's not thin. It's not like whipped cream or something. It That's true. It's very thick. It comes out in a string, basically. Yeah. For all I know, it but could be... Thunder gets some, get some speed. Sure. I think the, the point and the moral of the story is don't fucking... Don't fuck with the mouse. That's the moral of the story. Well, yeah. They'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey doesn't fuck around. What show was that? Really? South Park? Was it South Park? Where Mickey like, like beat the shit out of somebody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so these four boys called their parents. Uh, says, I the, one of the parents was uh, saying, I arrived and my son was cowering in the corner, clutching a Bible. For a second, I thought you were going to do a voice. Like you're just like, I arrived and my son was cowering in the corner. <laughs> no. That was the way you started. Like when you you had a little grit when you first said "I arrive," and then it kind of went away with the second time. So I thought you were going to do a voice, and then I was hoping you would do a voice for all the different characters and the like. Dark center, just be like, "Ah, demons be <laughs> That sounds like a Dorkson name. He's or a voice. Dork. <laughs> uh, 
He went on to explain that the camp told me it was necessary to cast out multiple demons and that it was a spiritual event. Man, I'd be upset. But of course, I mean, it's a Bible camp, so I guess... Oh, you know the parents believe it. Sure. Another parent who retrieved her son from the camp says that she is still in shock over what happened. Uh, and then later, at a during a family vacation... The kid was too scared to go outside because he's worried he might encounter he might encounter uh, demons or sinister sorry, well demons sure sinister spirits is what he said. They fucked that kid up. Yeah, man, you can't tell kids shit like this. <laughs> like we don't know how old any of these kids are, but still, like if they're clearly that susceptible, like I'd fucking sue. Yeah. Um, Mental anguish? Sure. But meanwhile, Dorkson uh, has expressed no remorse over his actions. And he says that that there were definitely multiple demons inhabiting the boy's body prior to the ritual. But no more. He cast out the demons. Thank God Dorkson was there since he's the only one that can get rid of these demons. Fucking Carlos Dorkson. Demon hunter. (laughs) <laughs> That's what his business card, card says. says. <laughs> uh, although the irate parents says that the director says that the directors of the Bible camp fully backed all of this, and I told them we had had we've had satanic activity in the past. No, you have not. It's a lie. Uh, it would appear that the facility. God damn it, facility, <laughs> facility. It appears that the facility has since cut ties with the counselor with Dorkson behind the ritual after the Canadian media caught wind of the peculiar case. That's how it always goes down, isn't it? Yeah. They only do something when the media starts looking at it. Yeah. Which it just that fucking empowers the media. It's true. You know, there was a time when journalism was a respectable field. But then you created the 24-hour news cycle, so... Yep. There you go. First is better than right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I think the moral of the story is that your religion is a joke. I'm talking to all of you. All of you. you, All of your religions are jokes. Um, You should uh, seek help. Not religious help. You should seek professional counseling from a licensed psychologist... Unless you're Doug Forsett. Doug Forsett got it like 93% right. (laughs) That took me a second. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, don't poison your children with your own psychosis. Yeah. I think think that's the most important part. And here's the thing. Like, if we're wrong and we go to hell, it doesn't affect you. Nope. Not in the least you know why because we're fucking dead yeah throw me in the trash fill my fill me with cream i don't care i'm dead (laughs) (laughs) or like my father-in-law shoot me out of a cannon (laughs) Um, yeah i think yeah like i said the most important part is just you don't poison your children with it because then you're just perpetuating the, the ridiculousness my dad likes to say that religion is like a penis yes you're welcome to have one. You're welcome to be proud of it. But don't whip it out in public. And for God's sake, don't shove it down my kid's throat. Yeah. 
I've seen this on something like a cross stitch thing, like a joke thing. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so there you go. Real world horror. Real world horror. That's with the devil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, set aside the whole things that are like in question. Monsters, cryptids, UFOs, demons, demons. bears, rhinos. <laughs> we can all, well, maybe not all of us, but we should all agree. We should all agree that religion is the tr- is the true horror in the world. Most of the time, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the oldest wars in history were fought over religion. And that should be enough said. I mean, some of all the wars have been fought over religion. I feel like most wars are fought over religion. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them, it's just like, who's got a bigger dick, that kind of thing. Well, yeah. But, yeah, like, how many crusades were there? Like, 20? <laughs> just like, so many. So many fucking crusades. They're looking for a fucking cup. That's what they're looking for, a cup. Yeah. That may or may not even exist. It may melt your face. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're a Nazi. Right. And if you choose poorly. poorly. So right. the moral is don't be a Nazi and choose wisely. We've got a lot of morals in this <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on before we come up with more. <laughs> more morals. All right, so the summer movie, the movie of the summer in 20, 2012, I think it was, 10 years ago, is that right? Just that old? Is it? I honestly don't know. No, 2014. Oh, well, even still. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Kevin Smith's Tusk, and we've, we've waited eight long years. We've reviewed this movie twice in the show, by the way. Yeah, and we liked it both times. Less so the second time, but that's true. But yeah, like I know a lot of people fucking hate this movie, but we liked it, sure, more or less. Uh, but it sounds like the wait is over. Kevin Smith, after making Clerks Five and Mallrats Four, and chasing Amy again, and <laughs> chasing Amy again, <laughs> Black Rage. <laughs> it sounds like Kevin Smith is finally making Tusk Two. According to star Justin Long, uh, he told Slash Films, you'll be happy to hear Kevin just announced, I mean, I guess they're talking about it. They're doing Tusk 2, I think. Doesn't get more definitive than that, Tony. Nope. That's fact right there. Black and white, guys. Uh, He continues saying he texted us all the other day, Haley and Genesis, and he told us that he wanted to do it, and I thought it was a joke which is kind of how the movie came about in the first place. (laughs) Right. Uh, And then I realized he was being serious, and then one of the interviewers said, yeah, he said the same to me. Well, there you go. Uh, This is not the first time that Tusk 2 has been bandied about. Back in August of 2020, Smith said, I'm shocked we got away with Tusk. One, 
Oh, sorry. I'm, sh- I'm shocked we got away with Tusk 1, but I'll be honest with you, I do have a story for Tusk 2. The great Michael Parks, who played Howard Howe, the guy who turns Wallace into a walrus, sadly passed away a couple of years ago. Amazing actor that I got to work with twice. But in the ending of Tusk, I wanted to be a commercial filmmaker, which apparently I've never wanted to be. Oh, if I wanted to be a commercial filmmaker, which I apparently which apparently I've never wanted to be, I would have ended the film with Guy Lapointe comes in and raises a shotgun and you just hear the walrus scream and we cut to black. I actually completely forgot about Guy Lapointe. Me too. Wasn't he in... He was in... Uh, Yoga Hosers. Was that what, what it was? I think so. I like kind of blocked that one out of my memory. I never watched it because it's fucking dumb. It looks awful. Like I don't but want against the tusks. I I mean it sounded stupid, but once yeah. I saw the trailer, I'm like, that's true. That that's, could be worth watching. But conversely, Yoga Hoser sounded dumb to begin with, and then like they said, like, oh yeah, it's gonna star my fucking awful daughter, and then they saw the tra- then they released the trailer, and I'm like this works looks even worse. Yeah. Uh, Smith continued saying there's a version of Tusk 2 that you do where you cut to the present and somebody else gets sucked into the spider's web. The house, you hear stories, and when you get to the house, the new Howard Howe is Wallace, who has gotten out of the walrus trappings and stuff and is obviously disturbed by his entire ordeal and is now doing it to others. So there's a way to do Tusk 2 where Justin becomes Michael Parks' character. Wallace becomes sort of the new Howard Howe. So yeah, that's possible. Tusk 2 is possible. But... But he's got no fucking legs. Lieutenant Dan, you got no legs. <laughs> oh man, I was at uh when I was at Emerald City. You saw um, Gary Sinise? Yes. <laughs> no, it was there I mean there were a lot of people in wheelchairs and they tried to kind of incorporate most of them tried to incorporate the wheelchair into their costume somehow. There was a girl that was dressed as Lieutenant Dan. Did you go up to her and say, You got no legs? No, I did not. You should have bought her ice cream. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, man, speaking of, I mean, Forrest Gump, but Tom Hanks, again, talking about the Elvis movie. You think we couldn't do a whole episode without a script? <laughs> but, you know, there there have been movies where Tom Hanks plays kind of a, a douche. Like, that thing you do, or was the the road, was that one where, you, where it takes place in like the 30s or something like that? The spy one? I thought it was like a like a mob movie. I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm, I've I'm seen it. This, I'm not thinking of the right movie. I don't think the one I'm thinking of. I think had a, something bridge in the name. But I think it was about spies, not about the mob. Oh, well. Regardless, there have been a few occasions where Tom Hanks has played a person that's you know not necessarily unlikable, just you know not you know not America's dad. I'm not America's dad. <clears throat> This movie replaced Colonel Tom Parker. I mean, it's hard to even really tell it's him, aside from, you know, his, like his eyes and his voice, kind of, because um, he's got so much fucking makeup on. But Tom Parker was a complete asshole. Like, that's basically from almost from the horse's mouth. Um, and uh, it, it was just weird to see Tom Hanks play somebody that is just completely unlikable. Yeah. I mean, not so much like a villain. Just a complete asshole. 
But he's going to turn around and play Geppetto, so. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to turn all around. But he's played some of America's favorite people. Mr. Rogers. Uh, fucking Walt Disney. Yeah. Um, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Forrest Gump. Scott Turner. Scott Turner. From Turner and Hooch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, oh. we just did Turner and Hooch on Cold Display. Oh, I think... Um, volunteers. Have you seen that? Seen that? It's got him and his wife, I think way before they were married, um, and John Candy and Xander Berkeley. No, I don't know this movie. Uh, it's, it's, it's an old 80s movie. He plays like a... He's like a really entitled, rich prick who kind of has like... Kind of redeems himself by the end of the movie. It's kind of one of those things, but he, at the beginning of the movie, he's a complete asshole. <clears throat> anyway, I thought that he was one of those actors that was like, like as The Rock would say, franchise Viagra, where just like you put him in a movie and it, everyone's going to love it. There's a lot of movies of his that critics do not like, which oh. I'm okay with because Cultus Plot's going to talk about all of them. Well, there's, I mean, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch, The Burbs. The Burbs is rotten. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Money Pit. Mm, I, okay, I can see that. Oh, I fucking love Money Pit. I, I like it too, but yeah, I, I can see that. Dragnet, probably. Dragnet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. People, especially like old timers that like the the Dragnet show, they fucking hate the movie. I don't know if my dad ever watched the show, but my dad fucking loves that movie. Uh, my dad liked Dragnet, but he, I don't think he really likes Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, before Dan Aykroyd became, you know, who he is now. Yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like him. but Not less now, but. Yeah. Um, but in the 80s, like, Aykroyd was. He's the juice. He was the. He's, it's got the juice. It has the juice. <laughs> it's cone. A big old lump with knobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, let's get back on subject. Then I tried it with butter and everything changed. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen the It's Corn video, go watch the It's Corn video. <laughs> and then go see Tusk 2. Sure. I brought it back. Yeah, <laughs> good job. Wrap that up neatly with a little bow. Nope, 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 nope. All right, uh, a couple episodes we uh, review. A couple episodes ago, we talked. only did it once. Right. Uh, we talked. Tusk. <laughs> I thought we'd make that a, an occasional recurring thing, but we just never, never really did. did. Of course, I mean, there aren't a lot of movies that we've done that we've agreed so. Like, that the, the we've, like, felt so opposite of of the the, the norm the yeah. norm yeah which i don't know if that speaks poorly of us or of hollywood or you know film studios yeah i don't know <clears throat> um of course i mean there's nothing written in stone that we have to disagree with people 
Uh, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I never agree to that. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about Jordan Peele's Tusk. Nope. Nope. Wow, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me recenter myself. <laughs> talked about Jordan. It was really weird, guys. Jordan Peele completely remade Tusk. Except he put a racial bent into it. <laughs> Um, that Jordan Peele's really easy to do, actually. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I should pitch it. Yeah, I just watched. I mean, I know he didn't direct it, but I just watched Candyman again. Fuck, that movie's good. It's so good. Like I've only seen it the one. I had only seen it the one time when we reviewed it, and I I really liked it. And I watched it again a couple days ago. I'm like, God damn, this is good. I got my Candyman Funko Pop. Did you? Yep. I almost bought it at Emerald City. Um, Is it the one with the bees? <laughs> Not the bees. Bees? Uh, it was the... Oh, fuck. What? Wes? No, Cap. What the hell's the main character's name? Anthony? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I even thinking of? Are you thinking of Glorious? That's the only movie with Wes that I can think of. <sighs> you know what? I think that's what it is. I think I'm somehow confusing that. It was the the Anthony Candyman, but I don't... There's two versions of the Anthony one. There's one with and one without bees. I don't think it had bees. I got the one with bees. Did you? Yeah. Um, I thought it looked cooler. Um, I don't like I don't like a lot of variants. I prefer the original one. So As far was, as I know, these came out at the same time, so I don't know which one is considered the original, but... Regardless. Anyway, um, then there's also one of... The Sherman... Sherman. I was going to say Sheldon. I can't remember. Sherman... I don't remember his last Sherman, name. Sherman Sherman Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> Man, you're right. We could make two hours out of this. <laughs> and people would listen, I bet. They might listen more. It would be more. our best episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking 8,000 downloads. We just got to get really drunk because that would make it even better. <laughs> yeah. Or either, worse. Either that or we would just swear a lot more. Well, I could always use some more swearing. Anyway, Jordan Peele's Tusk. <laughs> a couple episodes ago, we talked about Jordan Peele's Nope. Yes. That's what we did. Uh, both agreed that it was a strong film. Quite good. Not our favorites of his work, but... No, but still very good. Quite good. His, his bar is high. It is. Yeah, I mean, when you come out of the gate with something like Get Out, you, it's a hard bar to hit each yeah. time i want to rewatch us i have not rewatched us since i saw it the first time man like us didn't grab me like get out did or even like nope did really um and i haven't been really all that excited to, to rewatch it again but yeah i probably should but it, it that's one of those movies that was just like people just did not like it i mean there there are people who did you know, like us, and you know, people who Wait, there were people that didn't like it. Yeah, I thought it got like really strong reviews. Well, I mean, it's Jordan Peele, so there's going to be you know positive press regardless of how you how you slice it. But I think there's there's a strong you know a large percentage of people who just did not like it, really? and I think it's because they're comparing it to Get Out, and it's like that's not fair. No, it's not. It's a completely different movie, and it's it doesn't. Um, it doesn't hit home for a lot of people like 
Get Out did, sure. I think. Yeah. Um, and you know the 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 theme is a little harder to decipher. Um, even Nope was kind of tough. Like I had to think about it for a little while to kind of figure out where they were, where he was going with that. Well, yeah, like we had to talk through it on the show. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but so yeah. Uh, according to IMDb, Michael Bush. Uh, who played the un- uncredited character Nobody? The bike. Uh, the... He's not in the movie. His scenes were cut. Oh, interesting. I guess I wasn't aware of this. Well, if you kept reading, you. Well, <laughs> there we go. Jump to the end. <laughs> Michael Bush plays an uncredited character, Nobody, in Jordan Peele's Nope, a character who ended up being cut out of the movie. <laughs> there it was. Right there. Like three more words. <laughs> Interesting to note, however, that Nobody was glimpsed in the movie's first official trailer. That's that picture. Uh, okay. Um, Peele hints that the character's story may be explored in some way, shape, or form in the near future. Does this mean nope to colon nobody? <laughs> nope, buddy. That was that was bad. If Jordan Peele was like, my new movie's called Nope, buddy. I'm like, I'm not fucking watching that. It's like, what does that even fucking mean? Like, no, I will, but I, I'm gonna be mad about it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then part three, we're gonna go to Naples and film. It's called Nobles. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, Peel tells the New York Times, people are doing a lot of interesting detective work. So, or, uh, is what's going on. Is what's going on. Uh, he says the story of the character has yet to be told. I can tell you that... Oh, pff, I thought I was leading into another sentence. I can tell you that. Which is another frustrating way of saying, I'm glad people are paying attention. I do think they will get more answers on some of these things in the future. Uh, he says, uh, we're not over telling all these stories. And so this image, I don't know if this was like from the New York Times or where exactly this image came from. But it's, it's a still from the trailer. And it's this nobody person. And I, it looks like, it's, I'm guessing it's from the... Um, was it Gordy's home? Was that the name of the show with the monkey? Oh, um, that sounds right, but I'm not sure. It looks like because it looks like a studio backlot, mm-hmm. and there's people running. Like there's one person who's like holding a child and running, but this nobody person is casually walking the opposite direction. Like he's wearing scrubs. It does look like he's all wearing scrubs. Hmm. Uh, journalist Richard Newby opines, I've heard he was stalking Mary Jo Elliott and planned to kill her, but actually ended up shooting Gordy when he got there and became a hero. It's an interesting uh, twist. Yeah. I just assume those are cops. Well, there's definitely more than one person because there's like sh- they're shouting at each other. We never actually see anybody on the screen, but in that scene, we hear people shouting at each other about it. I assume they were cops. That's well, yeah. That's what I assume yeah. as well. Um, well, they don't. You don't hear voices being like, 
What's that? Put that down. <laughs> Who's that? Who are you? <laughs> Don't you point that gun at me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, uh, what, I mean, this sounds like it would probably have little to nothing to do with Nope, but... Yeah, it's a, a very far offshoot. Yeah. It's like... Uh, well, I was going to compare it like to Frasier, but... Frasier was like a, a primary character in Cheers, so that's not really Pretty sure it's Frasier. Frasier. <laughs> what? I would know. I'm Frasier. <laughs> that's right. Happy Blurp Day, Blenna. What the fuck is this? 30 Rock. The best friends gang. It was Kelsey Grammer, Jenna, and uh, Kenneth. They were the best friends gang, and they were pulling a con on the, the cake oh, store. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> and they like return all the cakes and then the girl opens them and they're all full of newspapers and she's just like, Frager! <laughs> <laughs> I think I would know. I'm Frager. <laughs> Why would it be Frager? <laughs> I should throw salad, uh, salad and scrambled eggs at you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so look out for this, maybe. Look out for Jordan Peele's Note Buddy this coming would... summer 2024. <laughs> you know, this would be like, I think, the first time Jordan Peele's ever talked so openly about a you know potential project. Or about a potential sequel. Yeah, he, he's always been very secretive about what he's working on. Yeah. Because, you know... You know, the more you reveal about a movie, whether it's, um, you know, a, a plot or even like a hidden meaning, you know, the people dig into it and the whole thing's basically the, the surprise is blown before you even watch the movie. So I think that's why he protects it. So you know, he holds, holds things so close to the vest until the movie actually comes out. Nope, especially. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you didn't even really have an idea that had anything to like anything to do with aliens. I mean, some people speculated, but like as far as like a clear picture that it was aliens or some something from yeah, alien. not some, of planet Earth, right? Uh, you know, something yeah, otherworldly. Um, until the, the like the first trailer came out, really. Actually, probably probably not even the first trailer. Yeah, but anyway. So was there ever any kind of, like, I know people were speculating that NOPE was actually supposed to be an acronym for Not of Planet Earth. Is there any truth to that, or is that just... I haven't heard any... I don't think they ever say, the, like, the phrase Not of Planet Earth in the movie. Yeah, I've never heard anything like that. I mean, I've heard what you're talking about, but I, as far as... Not like, anything official. No. Yeah, okay. So look out for that, maybe. I'd rather have Get Out too. Yeah. Get out again. <laughs> I said get out. <laughs> Alright, so moving from sequels to prequels. They are making The First Omen, a prequel to The Omen. 
Nope. Because the omen was the first omen. Yeah, like we saw him being born in the movie. Well, I mean, we didn't see it. It wasn't like, oh, that's a vagina. This is graphic. <laughs> but like we like know that he was born in the movie. So what's the prequel? Yeah, I don't know. There's no way to make a prequel unless it's like nothing to do with Damien. Yeah. Plus, Gregory Peck is like super dead. He's way dead. Uh, but Nell Tiger Free from Servant will star. I'm not even sure. Where is Servant a movie or a show? I don't know. But uh, director Arkasha Stevenson, who directed, I don't know, I assume some episodes, I don't know if it was all, but of Legion. Uh, Channel Zero Butcher's Block and Brand New Cherry Flavor. I will be making her feature directorial debut with the first Omen. Wait. What's she doing, Brand New Cherry Flavor? She was a director. Oh, first feature. Okay. Let's yeah. say if she's a direct. I forgot the first. Feature. I forgot that was a, a feature director series. Video. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, Stevenson will also handle the rewrite of the film alongside writing partner Tim Smith. I, do, I don't know who wrote the original script. Does not say here. Uh, of course, exact plot. Oh, Servant. Okay. What is Servant? It's an Apple Plus show. Um, it, uh, it, it, um, it, it's about this girl who's part. Like I haven't, I've only watched like a couple episodes of the second season. I think later on the third or fourth season. But in the first season, she is this girl who comes to this couple to be a nanny. Oh, to that their... got much less sexier than where my mind was going. <laughs> uh, to be their third. <laughs> well, no, like, um, so the couple is Toby Kebbell. Hmm. Um, I only know Toby Maguire. Oh, why is the picture all fucked up? Toby Kebble? Kebble, yeah. Okay. Does not look familiar. Oh. He's been he's been in a handful of things, but if you haven't seen those movies, then No, not fucking Toby Keith. <laughs> and Lauren Ambrose. That's a name I know. She was in Can't Hardly Wait. Lauren She's the, the the ginge. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. She so She looks way different now. Yeah, she does. Much older. I mean, not like Haggard, just older. She looks like an adult instead of a teenager. Anyway, um, but they're, they're this couple, and they had a kid who their their baby died. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how it died, but so but she like loses it, and she replaces the baby with like one of those like really lifelike dolls. Weird. Yeah, and like she treats this doll like it's their actual baby like she puts it to bed bathes and so it. they hire this nanny to watch this doll mm -hmm. fucking creepy um he's like a sh is she the nanny huh? is, is uh nell tiger free is that the nanny yes okay anyway and so this girl she seems to have like some kind of like powers of, of one sort or another the kind of the nanny does yeah yeah uh, she like so this doll like she, like uh, the the wife, she's she's delusional. She thinks the doll's alive, obviously. And you know the husband, he's just kind of like, 
this is my yeah. life now. <laughs> but, you know, trying to break her out of it, you know, softly. Um, and, uh, but then this girl comes and suddenly the doll is like a real baby. Huh. And it's, it's just, it, it's a weird show. It, it's really hard to, to explain, especially when they haven't seen it all the way through. But yeah, so this girl, she, yeah, she plays the, 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 the nanny and or the, the titular servant. Curious. Although I believe it's like probably got some double meaning, like a servant of God or something. Cause she's, you find out she's like from like some religious cult of, of, of some sort. Hmm. So, Oh, that's what it was. So the, the, the woman, the, the wife, she is a, a, a news anchor or a, a, like a field reporter or something. And when their kid died, she, I can't remember if they, they must've not told anybody publicly because even, even other people like the doll, think the doll's alive once once it comes to life it's so they get a nanny because she doesn't want to go back to work because she has to stay home with the baby so i think he if i remember right he says okay well we'll get a nanny and he's basically explaining to her it's like okay you know there's this is doll (laughs) just just do your thing and we'll pay you for it but then the baby comes to life. It, 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 it's a weird show. It's it's kind of interesting, but like I said, we haven't it's watched. A very it. strange modern retelling of Pinocchio. <laughs> well, yeah, the Omen, the first Omen, before a, the first Omen. I got to change that title. It's terrible. Let's call it Pre Omen, <laughs> Promen, Promen. <laughs> nope, Om, <laughs> Nope, Men. <laughs> uh, um. They did well. No, I guess it wasn't a prequel. It was a <laughs> remake. <laughs> I was gonna say post quote, but that's just a sequel. <laughs> you dummy! <laughs> oh, fucking dumb! It was a, a sh- very short-lived AMC show. Or was it a- 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 I think it was AMC. I think so. Yeah, I remember. Damien. Yeah, ran for like a season or two. Yeah, he was a grown-up. Yeah, um, but apparently, like the. I think it only like they, they kind of Halloweened it. They only took the first movie. That's okay. Yeah, the, the yeah, like the ones with Sam Neill just weren't great. Which is a shame because Sam Neill's great. He's great. He's an American treasure. He's yeah. He's America's sweetheart. Is he? I know he's. I know we got two movies for on Cult of Splat for him. I'm trying to think if he'll be an all star or not. What do you got? Event Horizon and In the Mouth of Madness. Those are both rotten. Yep. Fuck. Those Carpenter movies. Some right, fucking one one Carpenter some movie. Some fucking but. dink was supposed to be on the In the Mouth of Madness episode, but he's not fucking texting me back. Hope he's listening. He knows who he is. <laughs> fucking dink. <laughs> <laughs> you know who it is. Do I? Who do we know that's always talking about In the Mouth of Madness? Oh yeah, that checks out. <laughs> fucking dink. <laughs> Um. Anyway, I'd rather see that, but like done better. In the mouth of madness? No. <laughs> Something like Damien. Oh yeah. Although the thing was like they put like a kid that was probably around our age in the role of Damien when he should have been like in his forties, like pushing fifty. Yeah. Because it was it's, it played off the original movie. 
but it was like, modern day. Yeah. People had cell phones. Some cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, he needs to be like 10 years older. Yeah. Remember the remake with Kirsten Dunst? Yes. That was bad. It, 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 they did like the psycho thing. It was almost like a shot. Oh, just unnecessary. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was bad. I mean, I, I was hoping she was going to be the maid. I was like, is Kirsten Dunst the maid? So she should see her fucking swinging and <laughs> <laughs> through a window. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really no replacing, like, you know, fucking Gregory Peck. and um, I don't even know who the dad was in that remake. Uh, it's Leif Schreiber. Okay. Nothing against Leif Schreiber, but yeah, like you said, he's, he's no Gregory Peck. Right. And um, David Warner. That's hard. That's a hard shoe to fill. Quite. Two of them, in fact. Two. Two shoes per person. Dave Warner, RIP, One Love. Where you at? There, I mean, like, my hopes for a fucking um, Freakazoid reboot have basically gone away now. Because mm. Dave Warner and um, uh, Ed Asner are both dead. So it's probably just not going to happen. That'll do it. Yep. You can't have Freakazoid without the lobe or without uh, um, Cosgrove. Yep. I don't really know Freakazoid. I, I didn't watch it regularly. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Anything else to this? No, fuck this movie. Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe it'll be good, but I it just... Like, like we were saying, like The Omen is such a weird movie to make a prequel to because the... Damien was the omen. Yeah. He was the first omen. He, that, he, he was it. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, you know, Damien... was basically, you know, the, the son of Satan. I mean, that's that's his role. And, like, the, the omen was his birth. And, you know... You could probably just assume that, like, okay, maybe the devil's probably tried this before. I guess. At some point. But it's like, I don't know. Thinking about it too much, I don't really care that much. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something else. Okay. All right, so uh, we've talked about a handful of uh, director Joe. Is it? Do we? Is it Bigos? Joey Bag of Donuts. Joey Bag of Donuts. We landed on. Uh, we talked about uh, Almost Human, uh, Mind's Eye, VFW. VFW. Did, did you try to? Did you watch Bliss? No, I did not. I tried. I couldn't make it through it. I feel like I was gonna watch it, and then you told me that, and so I didn't bother. Yeah, I turned it off. Pretty early on. Um, but I think mostly we, we, we've liked his work. Yeah, I mean, those three movies you just named, we, we liked. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, he is apparently working on another movie, uh, which is a... Looks like it's a slasher that takes place at Christmas time. So that's Novel. Fun. Never heard of such a thing. Well, I mean, 
Well, well, you know, we don't have enough of those. We need more Christmas horror movies. You, know, you sounded very Charlie right there. <laughs> but, you know, especially, I mean, if nothing else, we need more Christmas horror. So we have something to put on our Christmas episode. Because <laughs> we're running thin. That's right. We did a panel on Christmas horror at Crypticon, and it didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, we prob- we basically ran out of gas. Thank 50- God for Ronnie Angel. Yeah. The guardian Angel is what he was. That's Oh, that's good. That was, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. Chris- that should be his wrestling gimmick. Oh my God. Why is he not a guardian angel for his wrestling gimmick? I don't I know. mean, like the red beret guys with the suspenders. <laughs> like-, <laughs> like Jim Carrey on a living color. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so it's a Christmas uh, based uh, slasher film called Stick with Me Here Christmas Bloody Christmas. Okay. So there you go. Uh, it's going to premiere uh, at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. All right, now you have to do the rest of the story in a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. Running from October 13th to the 20th. This sc- fucking thing. <laughs> with screenings held at the Nighthawk Cinema, Williamsburg, and Williamsburg Cinemas. Is it good? That was, that was good. Yeah. It was, it was okay. <laughs> I, I've never been to Brooklyn, so I'm kind of winging it. I like Nighthawk. Nighthawk's a, a cool theater. Oh, you been here? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of like um, Central Cinema. Nice. It's got like tables and stuff. You can sit and get food. Nice, nice. And this is where they're having a film festival. Uh, apparently, from what I remember, it's quite small. I say it must. I mean, if you're if you've got a theater that has a table like setting, it's got to be smaller. I mean, like Central Cinema. Yeah. I mean, they have several uh, screening rooms. For a call, it's been a while. I don't think so. No, they only have one one screen. I believe so. I thought they had like two or three. Anyway, but I mean, just by its nature, you can't have like a big theater. I, I would think. I mean, if you got like wait staff and stuff. Yeah. Well, and just like having tables too takes up space. Like yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, like I said, it's running October thirteenth to twentieth. Um, and the plot goes as such, uh, all that record store owner Tori wants to do this Christmas is drink and hook up. Simple enough. Don't we all, Tori? Don't we all? All right. <laughs> the next line simple enough. Oh, I thought you were reading that. Nope. <laughs> simple enough, right? Apparently not. Thanks to a decorative, decorative human. <laughs> what? I'm just reading, reading ahead. I didn't read this before I put it on. <laughs> Thanks to a decorative human-sized robotic Santa Claus. My mind goes straight to Futurama. Me too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, that's come to life for a non-stop rampage of murder and destruction. Murder. I guess I say it like Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> Oh, on, on the Psych podcast, every time they say murder, he's like, murder. Timothy Oliphant's on? Timothy Amundsen. That's ah. what I said. What'd you hear? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he was ever even on the show. I yeah, mean, it's possible he could have been. He's like on everything. It's true. 
I always forget he was on The Office until I rewatch The Office. I'm like, oh yeah, Timothy Oliphant was on here for like a season, like a whole season. How do I not remember that? <laughs> See, he was the traveling salesman that they stole from another company. Okay, that, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I still can't put his face on it. I'll take your word for it. <clears throat> it's the Limitless guy. Not Limitless. Uh, what's that cowboy show he was on? Justified. Justified. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure I'm thinking of the right person before I <laughs> keep rambling. That's funny. The first thing I ever saw him in was that girl next door with um, um, Emil Hirsch. No. Emil Hirsch. Yeah. I was going to say Alesh Cuthbert, but yeah, he was in that too. <laughs> Um, he played a porn director, and then uh, the next thing I saw him in was I think Hitman, like based on the video game. <laughs> He's in that. Yeah, he plays Agent Forty Seven. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know it sounds ridiculous, but it wasn't as bad as you might think. I just can't even picture him bald. Yeah, it was it was weird. But then yeah, that, after that I saw him in Justified. I'm like, this is a weird. And then he was in Santa Clarita Diet. Like, right. Playing a, a character that I've never, like, a character style I've never seen him play before. That was a good fucking show. I can't believe they cut it. I know. I mean, they should have gotten at least one more season to kind of wrap things up. Yeah. Instead of just ending it like they did. Um, Picking up where he left, up, left off with his 2019 double bill of Bliss and VFW. That's right. They did come out the same year. I forgot that. Um. Modern exploitation maven Joe Bagos, Joey Bag of Donuts, returns with a relentless and stylish Yuletide adrenaline rush that's part slasher and part ode to 80s techno sci-fi horror like The Terminator. That's kind of his gig. Is like kind of a... That flashback, like just neon everywhere. Yeah, yeah. not not so much like, like, a, like a retro movie in that like it takes place in the 80s. Yeah. It's got that very strong 80s vibe yeah and techno that's that's a perfect word to describe it because it's all like yeah there are techno techno sci-fi i was saying techno sci-fi slash horror or techno sci-fi slash horror is techno sci-fi a thing i would say so because it's a robot that's tech techno technology robot yeah, and the robot's got like a speaker, and it's just like douche, douche, douche. Yeah, and it goes like this. Yeah, like as he's killing people. <laughs> uh, so what's weird is that this movie comes out apparently next month, and yet I could not find anything on it. It's not on on IMDb. It's not on his IMDb as like in production or anything. Mm-hmm. I can't find a cast list or anything about it. That's so weird. Yeah, like if it's. I assume it has to be at least mostly done. Like, it has to be done shooting, at least. Well, one would think. Otherwise, he's going to be busy the next few weeks. Yeah, really. (laughs) So, it's, yeah, I was, like, I scoured the internet for this one. This is more research than I usually do. (laughs) So, I was trying to find something about this movie, and I just, all I could find was this, this story. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, because his movies have had quite a bit of, attention given to them lately i mean like like bliss i mean it was like front page shutter yeah for for a while um and um vfw i think it was another shutter one right i believe so yeah 
Um, and then, you know, like Mind's Eye and, and Almost Human. I think Almost Almost Human got quite a bit of attention. I think Mind's Eye kind of floated under the radar a little, a little bit, bit. Yeah. Do you think uh, Graham Skipper is going to play the Santa Claus? I hope so. Me too. <laughs> or that big uh, Josh. Uh, Ethier? Ethier, yeah. Big motherfucker. <laughs> big fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun. Too much fun. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, hope, I hope this comes to streaming or something so that we can watch it for probably not this year, but maybe next year's Christmas episode. Well, maybe this year. Who knows? I mean, it maybe. comes out on streaming. I mean, the film festivals, regardless of how big or small they are, that's kind of where movies get picked up for distribution. That's true. So, you know, if it runs here, who? I mean, maybe he wants to do like a, a festival run or something, but... It being a holiday themed movie, you know, you might want to get it out. Hey, Shutter season. Hope you're attending. Yeah, you've already backed him on two movies. Why don't you get another one? Fucking a, fucking a. So I say fucking a. Also sponsor the Great Black Film Festival, don't you? Yeah, we have very little money. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. All right. Christmas. All right, so we've talked before about Evil Dead, the game. Uh, we still haven't played it because we're fucking slackers You're fucking up but good well, who, news who has time to play video games anymore though <laughs> i mean yeah no not really not me i got two podcasts and i gotta watch movies all the time i watch so many movies now <laughs> watching so many fucking watching movies. movies all fucking day <laughs> i'm just like well done with work time to watch a movie for tomorrow's episode yeah and it's like i mean i've got my playstation 5 which i spent brag you know, what brag yeah Oh, I mean, I, I, I spent that stimmy money on it, you know? Stimmy. <laughs> um, Are you trying to do this? <laughs> anyway, so that, that's what I spent my first or second check on. I can't remember. Um, Not his child. I don't think he was born yet. Yeah, fuck my kid. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't born yet. He's got everything he needs. At the at that point, he did. He had more than he needed. In hindsight, I wish I would have kept it, especially now because I can't play the fucking thing. <laughs> but no, I bought it because it was a you know 4K Blu-ray player and it played you know 4K games, and I had a 4K TV just like, rotting away. Yeah, I use the fucking TV all the time, but it's used to watch fucking cartoons. <laughs> I haven't played a video game in weeks, and I only played it for like an hour. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I started playing the quarry. Yeah. And the single player, exact same story. Is it really? Yeah. So I had to replay all the parts that we played. Does it take less time? No. Fucking Christ. So I tried to do like different decisions than we did just mm. to see if how much different it was. Is it is it different? I, I mean, there's like different cutscenes. That's about it. Yeah. You know, those choose it still leads you to the same place. Yeah. Like choose your own adventure books and stuff, like before video games and shit had that um, feature, 
It's like you really get to the same ending regardless Usually, yeah. of what you do. Or it's like, if you want to go this way, turn to page 87. If you want to go this way, turn to page three. And you're like, okay, 87. You're dead. I just started. It's like, well, that's, that was just a sample. I didn't, didn't pick that way. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, yeah. I, so I just, like, I've got fucking um, uh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood. That, you know, we, we have we railed on this in the show? Yes, we did. Yeah. You know, I, I played single player, but it's just not as fun. It's really not. And then, uh, you know, I played online with a bunch of randos. And it's like, you know, I play the mission, but. It's... I have such little desire to play video games with randos, which is a big reason why I don't have Evil Dead the game. Because it's, if from what I understand, if it's like Friday the 13th, you have to play online with randos. Yes. There is no version where you can play against a computer. Well, I, I mean, it's been a while since I played Friday the 13th, so I don't remember. But I think you have to play You have to play online, and you might be able to play like a solo mission. I, I, I don't remember. Um, irregardless. Irregardless, speaking of Evil Dead the Game, uh, for those of you who are like, I don't watch movies from the 80s. I only watch movies from the 2010s and beyond. Well, good news, because Mia is coming to Evil Dead the Game. Hey! Mia, of course, played by the lovely Jane Levy. Uh, did you ever watch that uh, that show she was on where everybody was singing all the time? Suburban? No. Oh, that. No. Fuck no. That's stupid. We watched a couple episodes, and I was just like, I have no desire to continue this. It was like a. It was a series that was based on one of my least favorite. Well, not based on, but like basically like one of my least favorite Scrubs episodes. Really, that's most people's favorite. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I know it's most people's favorite. I feel like I don't like musicals. <laughs> All right. If I want to listen, to I don't music, like music. I don't like fun. I like listening to fucking music. I don't like watching people fucking dance around and sing. It's, I don't give a fuck. I want to watch fucking blood and tits. Well, sure, yeah, but <laughs> I want to just watch a regular fucking TV show. I don't want to have to listen to fucking show tunes, goddammit. So Mia and uh, David, who what's the, what's, what's the jabroni that plays David that you hate? Shiloh Fernandez. Fernandez. Is it Fernandez or Hernandez? Pretty sure it's Fernandez. Fernandez. He's a bad actor. <laughs> Maybe he's gotten better. Who knows? I've, I don't think I've seen him in anything. But but so Mia and David will be coming, uh, of course, characters from um, Fede Alvarez's remake. Who gives a fuck about David, really? Fake-ass Ash. <laughs> Wearing a blue fucking shirt and, jean, er, and brown pants. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Who do you think you are? Pull your finger out of your ass. Pull your finger out of your ass. Uh, they'll be coming to the game on September 8th. So I, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be right around the corner. Uh, the developers tease all that what anger. What just made? That's, yeah, around the corner. Because yeah. <laughs> not the milk or the lemonade. Right. <laughs> the developers tease all that anger, all that terror. Now she's learned how to use them. Her abilities include converting her own fear into damage. And and what the fuck does that mean? Converting her own fear into damage and complete resistance to demon possession. But she was possessed by a demon in the movie. But not anymore, because now she's converting her fear or something. Into damage, which doesn't seem like a good idea. 
She's like, oh, I'm scared. <clears throat> Ow! <laughs> I mean... Now I'm not scared anymore. My arm hurts. If she's like basically generating fear, like generated damage, presumably out of nowhere, and has de- like complete demon resistance, she's got to have like pitfalls somewhere. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just fucking cheating. It's like here's my thing about turning fear into damage. You know what I'm most afraid of? Getting fucking damaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, beware, demon players. Mia is uniquely suited to take you down. I love that's the teaser. It's Mia is uh, uniquely suited to take you down, and David is also here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody about fucking you. cares about David. What's his secret power going to be? He's gonna, just going to fucking bury you in the ground? And be like, you're peace now. Because I told you so. I don't need your permission. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. Uh, Me and David are part of the Evil Dead 2013 uh, DLC bundle, free to season pass one owners. We talked about this too, the whole season pass thing. Fucking con. In the game, work together as a team of four survivors, exploring, looting, crafting, managing your fear. There it is again, managing your fear and finding key artifacts to seal the breach between worlds or take control of the powerful Kandarian demon to hunt Ash and his friends while possessing deadites, the environment, and even the survivors themselves as you seek to swallow their souls. Swallow your soul, swallow your soul. Several characters from the movies and TV series are playable in the game, uh, including four different versions of Ash. Was it just like one from each? Oh, wait, there's, there's Savini Ash, which is just stupid. Savini's just like running wild these days. Like I think it's time we really in Tom Savini at this point. Like he's just like, I'm just going to make my own version of shit. And they're like, okay, we'll put it in the game. Fuck it. Well, they asked him to, well, we should stop doing that. <laughs> I mean, like he worked, he worked on Friday the 13th. He basically, I mean, he, he, he created Jason for all intents and purposes. So having him work on the Friday the 13th game made sense. He had zero, Involvement in any of the Evil Dead uh, movies or TV show, uh, and so like, why did you approach him to make a character that he's never been involved with? And then he makes him look like a fucking mummy. He makes him look like the crow. Yeah, the crow as like a mummy wrapped in duct tape. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Fucking embarrassing. Yeah, I don't understand why they're just like, like even. For his involvement in Friday the 13th, for him to make an entirely new Jason is just, I don't know, it's kind of from out, out of left field to me. I mean, his Jason's pretty dope looking. Well, sure. Whereas Ash is fucking stupid. So there's, like, Ash from the first one, Savini Ash, I assume there's, like, with the, the mechanical hand? Yeah, I think, that, yeah, there's Ash versus Evil Dead Ash. I'm not sure what the fourth one would be. It's gotta Pro- be maybe, like, gotta be Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, yeah. Yeah, with the hand, with the me- yeah, oh, and then I guess, yeah, I guess in Ash first. It's probably, the hand too, but yeah, it's probably like was Evil Dead 2 Ash rather than the first Evil Dead. Or is that what you said? I said Evil Dead, Savini, Army of Darkness, and Ash vs. Evil Dead. Probably. Those are probably the most likely ones. What about Bad Ash? Well, I guess that would be a Deadite, though. You wouldn't yeah. play as Evil Dead. I mean, Bad, Bad Ash, Deadite, King it is a character. In oh, it is? Yeah. When, when you play as one of the Deadites. 
Or is, when you play as the Deadites rather than. So does that count as one of the versions of Ash? I don't think so. Interesting. I, don't know. I haven't played it, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Should probably probably do that. Probably. Maybe. So, But again, who has time? This, this closet line makes it look like we're on a split screen. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> we are in the same room. We're, I'm physically touching you now, Bob. <laughs> We're just grabbing each other, and nobody's even watching, so we just did that for no reason. Just like when you opened your butthole earlier. Like, well, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let the old guy breathe. Let my ass breathe. <laughs> yeah, I wish video games weren't $60. Yeah, man. Because then I'd feel better about not playing them. <laughs> But buying them and not playing them, you mean? Yes. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant just like not even buying them. Just like, yeah, they were 20 bucks or whatever. I won't buy that shit. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I have not purchased a game for myself in a long time. I get them for like a birthday or Christmas or something. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So that's horror business. It is horror business. That's the end of horror business. That was horror business, you might say. Uh, one would. <laughs> one might. Okay. And that only took us an hour and 40 minutes. So. Evil Dead, the game. Single. Taylor's talking to himself. Single. While he's doing that, we're going to go ahead and move on to our film reviews. All right, guys, so we have two um, two movies that are fairly new. Um, one is, is, a, is a few months old. Uh, looks like May was the release. Uh, and the it other just one, recently came out on like home video. video. Yeah. Or, yeah, home media, whatever. Um, and the other is, is still it's in new theaters. New. But judging by the theater that I watched it in, I can't imagine it's going to be there much longer. Yeah. <laughs> With... With good reason. But we'll get to that. <clears throat> Which one would you like to start with, Taylor? Couldn't start with that one. The invitation. It was always just my mom and me to have a family. That's what I really want. No way. I got a cousin. That is the whitest man I've ever seen. He wants to meet up. Oliver? Cousin Avery. <laughs> it sounds so Jane Austen when you say it like that. <laughs> You know, my mom always wanted to take me to England to learn about our family history. There's a wedding coming up, actually. You should come. I would love to, but oh, I... Come on, everyone is dying to meet you. Uh... Wow, it's incredible. I believe this is one of our important guests. Evie, this is a close friend of the family, Walter Deville. Uh, hi. Hi. Looking forward to getting to know you better, Evie. What are you doing down there? Miss, you should return to your room. We're all so delighted that you're here. Which one's the groom? The groom and his bride will make their grand entrance tomorrow. Ready? I, I can't shake the feeling that everyone is staring at me. Can you blame You and Walter seem to be getting awfully close, Evie. 
I'm curious, though. What if he told you about us? Ow! Let me see. <gasps> Here she is. Where are the bride and groom? As you all know, there has been someone missing from this table. But that once broken bond will be renewed tonight. To Eve, my new bride. I want to go home. But this is your home. Get up prepared. They are chilling us. Chilling with Borasi. Please. Here, dear. Hello, Mr. Harker here. There's a young lady who seems quite distressed. I'm so glad you've come to your senses, my love. All right, so the invitation, like I said. Not the one from 2015. <laughs> There was a movie called The Invitation that came out in 2015. Oh. Okay. This is not that. Not that. No, this is a new one. This is, this is a different one. It's different from it's the a different one thing. in 2015. <laughs> the 2015 one was the one with like the wine glass on the cover, the, on the poster. It was like looking through a wine glass, and it said The Invitation on it. I don't remember. I, don't, I never saw it. I, I want to say it was something like... It's like a fight club or something weird like that. Like, hey, come over. We're having a dinner party. And then they just all beat each other up. Well, that's probably not even close to right. <laughs> I'm going to get tweets. <laughs> um, the director's going to leave a nasty message on our website. That'll happen. It has happened. It has happened. <laughs> More than once. Uh, anyway, so... No, the, the other time was privately. I guess that's true. But we have... Had comments from directors <laughs> who just apparently can't seem to take the heat. That's why I don't tag people in our tweets anymore. <laughs> Probably for the best. Anyway, so the invitation uh, from this year from Right Meow, Meow, uh, starring uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Natalie or Nathalie. Um, Emmanuel. Oh, it's spelled with an H in it. Yeah, um, I think it's still Natalie, but I don't. I don't know for. I her. would guess that it's still Natalie because I've never heard the name Natalie before. Um, and you know it's funny because this entire cast is British, isn't it? Um, they're it, from London. Uh, <laughs> they're all from <laughs> from Britain, London. <laughs> Uh, including her, which of course is in the UK region of London, right? <laughs> um, actually, I think the only person in this who isn't Lundish, Lundish, <laughs> is the girl that played her friend. Um, what the hell is her friend's name? Ruby. Gotta love recording in Seattle. Fucking sirens. Uh, Grace. You're way off. Was Ruby from the other movie? Grace! The, the blessing! blessing. <laughs> I think Ruby is from the other movie. 
Um, Riley. Oh, I was closer. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> Almost there. Um, Played by She-Wolf. Right. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about the movie yet. It's funny, though, like, these movies were picked at, almost at random, but they're actually thematically similar. Yeah. Um, I mean, not story-wise, but as far as characters. Okay, uh, so Invitation, um, story of Evelyn, or Evie. Um, she's a, a, an artist in New York who's, you know, barely keeping her head above water, you know, as, as many artists do supporting her, her art endeavors, you know, waiting tables, working at, you know, night cocktail parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's in catering. Yeah. I don't know if that's like her, her profession profession i mean i think a lot of artists will tell you that their profession is artists but it's like if your profession is not paying your bills and it's not it's not a profession i would love to call myself a professional artist but i'm not because i can't pay even for my fucking website (laughs) patreon.com slash great plot podcast um anyway uh yes but she lives in new york which is just a poor decision you should never live in new york if you can't pay bills it's one of those things where it's like it's like the best place to live for an artist because that's where like the art is but also it's so fucking expensive that unless you are a professional artist you're not going to be able to afford to live there go live in fucking newark (laughs) or jersey city (laughs) where it's cheaper i mean not super cheap but cheaper yeah but then you gotta live in new jersey you don't have to tell people you live in new jersey (laughs) so i just live near the city just outside the city what do you have against New Jersey? Huh? What do you have against New Jersey? Unfortunately, a southern border. <laughs> Never gets old. All right. New so- Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> God, so, I love Fred Armisen. Uh, so she's working a, a catering job at this. Uh, at what I mean, if you've seen them, like DNA is with 23andMe DNA testing sites. We want to get one for her because we have no idea what, what breed she is. And so I want to call it a 23andB. Uh, I get it. Judging, I mean, to look at her, there's definitely some German Shepherd. What I do like the uh, like image search. I'll take a picture of her and do like an image search. And every time, the first thing that comes up is Blackmouth Cur. Never heard of it. Me neither. But that's what comes up first. And she does have black around her mouth, so I guess that makes sense. Well, the snout and her tail... And actually, even almost her body shape looks a lot like a German Shepherd. I also think she has some Rhodesian Ridgeback. Because if you, see, you can see like the stripe she has down her back. It's not like a different color or anything. It's just like the, the way the hair goes. Ah. I mean, maybe. Is that a rare dog? I have no idea. Because <laughs> if it is, it's probably not her. <laughs> no, I, I'd say probably German Shepherd and like... A lab of some sort. She like the lab ears. Yeah. And the head. Yeah. The big thick head. Anyway. So back to Evie. Let's describe my dog in further detail. <laughs> we could spend the time talking about your dog instead of this movie. Be more entertaining. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, she is working this catering gig for uh, an opening for this DNA testing website. Her friend that she, her friend, Ruby. Grace, Grace. <laughs> Ruby. Grabs her one of the gift bags that were given away to probably, you know, people who can investors or something. Yeah, people can afford them. <laughs> Um, and it just has this test in it. Like it's it's an expensive thing to just hand out. There's this episode of Happy Endings where they they go to uh, uh, this wedding, and they're giving away gift bags. And there's like separate gift bags for the wedding party than for the guests. Yeah. And the wedding party is like, oh, we got Beats by Dre. And then one, of the, one of the other people is like, it's fine because I got earbuds by DJ Jazzy Jeff. So, <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so she's got this DNA test, um, and she kind of stares at it for a while. And we, we find that she's basically an orphan. Her dad died when she was, I think she said 14 was when she, sure. very young, um, and that her mom had just died recently, you know, in the past handful of months. Died, 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 died. So now she's all alone, because it, it was, she said it was always just the three of us, and, you know, now it's just me. She has no other family. She, she doesn't know where she comes from. So she takes this DNA test, and it's kind of like, you know, 23andMe, or... Um, ancestry.com where you you get your DNA results and it tries to connect you with other you know distant family members. Do they do what do they do blood or hair? How do they I think it's blood. You can pee on a stick or oh, a little, just a little prick. Yeah, you know about that, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you you do. <laughs> um and uh yeah, so she, you know, she's like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm, let's just roll the dice, see what happens. So she takes a test and sends it in, and she gets results back that she has a distant cousin who lives in England, in London, and it. Um, how many areas of London do you know? Like, I know there's England, there's Britain. Uh, I know Britain is part of the UK, which is in London. Uh, England, Britain, UK, um, Liverpool, Liverpool is part of London, I think. <laughs> Wales, I think that's in London. <laughs> what other soccer teams are there? <laughs> Manchester United, that's in England or in London. Can you sing the Manchester United theme song? <laughs> <laughs> My baby takes the morning train. He works from nine till five, and then he takes another home again to watch. Oh shit! To find, find me watching Manchester United, <laughs> the greatest football team in all the land. Woo! Pretty damn good. <laughs> Pretty damn good, eh? Uh, beep me, beep you, you tosser. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, we gotta get through this. Do we? Yes. So I gotta go home. Do you? Yes. Um. So she gets a a um. 
family connection, her cousin, her distant cousin Oliver, um, who almost right away messages her and says that he's he's going to be in New York for business and um, would, would love to meet up. So he they meet up for a lunch or a drink or whatever, and um, you know he's just telling him about their family, you know, like all the distant relatives and basically where she came from. That there was this big scandal generations ago that her great grandmother and great in in no great great grandmother and grandfather escaped or something the family because there was this big dispute because she um slept with a with a black man i think and and that's that's she natalie or evie she's half black um right looks like in the pictures her mom's her mom was white i think so yeah so i mean i guess she'd probably be i don't know i don't know what her family's looked like over the generations but she's at least she's mixed she's mixed yes she's at least part black and part white um so uh yeah apparently yeah the big scandal and so her her family or her her family line has been kind of outcast from their family but you know he says that bygones are bygones and you know they'd all love to meet you he says you should come back with me there's a wet there's a family wedding occurring and we'd love to have you there and you know at first she's like what say what i'm not going to fucking england with some guy i don't know you want me to go to london with oliver and company Like the movie. I've been waiting to make an Oliver and Company joke. It was the best I could do. For fucking For nine 203 years. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, yeah, she says, uh, you know, uh, no, there's no way I could do it. And like, there's no way I can afford to do it. And he basically says, I will, I will pay your way. I'll be taken care of. You have nothing to worry about. Just please come. And, you know, against her better judgment, Against Grace's better judgment and against the audience's better judgment, she agrees to go. Um, she flies in. I don't know. Ex- <laughs> like, realistically, I don't know exactly where in England this is. Out in the countryside somewhere. Where I, I presume they have a lot of that in England. Westchestershire. Yep. <laughs> uh, she rolls up to this palatial mansion. Um and uh, you know, there's there's wait staff and you know people's guests arriving and people just scurrying around the grounds, uh, preparing for this wedding that's in a couple days. Um, and she she meets the uh, the the lord of the manor, Walt, <laughs> Lord Walt, <laughs> um, Walter. But he introduces himself as Walt. That's true. Like, if you're a fucking English lord, go by Walter, at least. Also, if you introduced me, if you introduced yourself to me as Walt, I'm gonna say like Disney, like every time. It's just gonna come out. Like, sure, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I don't know any other Waltz. Everyone else goes by Walter. You said it's going to come out. Maybe you think I have Oop. diarrhea. <laughs> and if and you touch, touch me, <laughs> it's going to come out. <laughs> um, 
That's what you say if someone asks if you're ticklish. Right. Because if you say yes or no, regardless, they're going to touch you. <laughs> um, and, you know, they they basically immediately have this kind of connection, you know, start making sexy eyes at each other. Um, and so she over the course of the movie, she uh, starts meeting, you know, the family members, you know, her distant relatives. And they're also like, well, I guess the other... There are two other families that are like involved, you know. Her family, who is she's the bride's family, and then the groom's family, and I think there's one other family, but I can't remember how they how they scissor how they fit in. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, she just kind of gets you know, spun up in the mix. Um, and there's just a lot of weird things going on in the house. Um, there's a, a, a maid staff of five maids who just kind of start disappearing. And we as the audience see what's happening. They're being attacked and, and presumably killed by some kind of monster. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, the name of the manor is New Carfax Abbey. Anybody who has read Dracula or has seen a Dracula movie knows that his estate in London is called Carfax Abbey. So there's indicator number one. As if, like, this is presuming that the trailers that you see for this movie haven't already given everything away. Yeah. <laughs> because this movie tries to pretend that we don't already know that it's a vampire movie. But with things like New, Facts, New Carfax Abbey, uh, there is a statue of a dragon in the, in the foyer. Is that the correct name? I believe so. I don't know if a big house like that would have a different name for that area. Um, and and it, like Dracula is the, the son of the dragon is what it translates to. Um, so there's a big ass dragon. And there's also a monster with sharp claws that seems to be killing people. So it's not a far walk to figure out that it's dragons. <laughs> that it's dragons. And you pretty much know right away who who the vampires are, like like right away. Everybody, <laughs> well, everybody's not staff. Yeah, m- mostly yeah. Um, so I guess the real like mystery in 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 the film is kind of why she's there, but again. They already re- played that hand in the trailer. Yes, they did. So there's really no mystery to be had in this entire movie. Except for when does it get interesting? <laughs> and, and I'll the tell you, it's about an hour and 35 minutes into this movie. About an hour and 35 minutes into this hour and 44 minute movie. Um, and I don't, 
So, I mean, we already know what's happening. I mean, she, she's like throughout the movie, she's asking, like, well, where, when do I meet the bride and groom? You know, that she's basically the only people that she hasn't met yet. And every time she asks that, the people just kind of laugh it off. It's like, oh, <laughs> you're cute. Yeah. Well, it's like, even if you didn't know what's going on, it's like, oh, I get it. She's the bride. Yeah. <laughs> um, and why she hasn't figured that out yet, I don't know. Um, and, uh, you know, Walt, like, especially when you realize that this is basically a play on Dracula, uh, and you've got this, like, dark, handsome guy, like, who do you think is going to be the fucking vampire, for Christ's sake? Yeah. Um, the only thing that's not really clear is whether or not he is Dracula. He's, he's Walt. Well, sure. But is he Dracula? Or is this just using Dracula? Dracula. Right. Um, I mean, are they just like incorporating elements of the Dracula story into this movie? Or is he actually Dracula? That's never really made clear to me because there's a part where he's like, uh, you know, in the old country, people would call this Sturgoy or Nosferatu. Both names for vampires, obviously. And he says in Wallachia, where Vlad Dracul is from, he said they would call me um, son of the dragon. Never says Dracul, but he says they call you son of the dragon. And then she says, so are you saying that you're... And then he smiles. It's like, so... I don't know if she's implying, like, are you saying you're a vampire or are you saying you're Dracula? Dracula. Yeah. And they never answer that. I am who you say I am. Um, <clears throat> and then, like... I bet, I bet, I bet. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, and then, like, there's the wedding. But it's like, Why? He, he, he has made it seem as if the whole idea of having a wedding is not really necessary, necessary yeah. but he does it anyway. I, I don't understand. And then, like, I'm basically giving the ending away because nobody's going to fucking watch this. Even if you could, you'd have to wait till it comes out on Blu-ray or, you know, streaming or whatever because it's by the time you hear this, it's probably not going to be in the theater anymore. <laughs> I mean, we could slap a spoiler alert on here. Spoiler alert, if you care. At the end, she she has this like flash where she remembers all these things throughout the movie. One being that the candle holders that are throughout the house have little spikes on the inside of them. A lot, some candle holders do have those, but they're not like big, like fucking. No, they're like that long. Yeah, but you know, just long enough so the candle doesn't fall over and burn the house down. Yeah. So she grabs one of those and stabs him through the chest. And then he starts like rapidly aging, kind of like the Nazi in, in Indiana Jones. In um, no, in um, Final Last Crusade. Oh. Uh, Final Crusade. Um, and uh, he. Yeah, he's like he's he's fallen on the floor. He's rapidly aging. He looks like he's dying. 
and she escapes, and then his two other brides suck you by. Like they, she comes and she's like, the the whole thing is like, as long as he lives, they they are, they are also vampires. If he dies, they basically revert back to human form. And she's like basically saying, you know, I I'm still a vampire, so he's still alive. It was just a flesh wound. But then they both get impaled, or both of his other wives get impaled, and then they die. So I don't know. I don't understand the difference. Was it like a stake? I guess it didn't well, it was that heart. fucking spear on that because the the dragon statue, the dragon's like on top of a. So it wasn't wood. No. Yeah, I don't know then. That statue, like it was cool looking, the big ass dragon on top of like this fallen knight. Yeah. But there's a big ass spear sticking out, probably like five feet from this fucking statue. It's like how this is the first person that's been impaled on it. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Anyway, yeah. So they, yeah, they get impaled and 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 die. But for some reason, him getting stabbed at the heart didn't kill him. I, and there's some inconsistencies here. Yeah, and that's not the only one. The entire movie is filled with them. Um, I mean, it's 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 almost not worth mentioning. So I won't. Um. Man, this is not good. It could have been. Could have been really cool. And like like the the whole movie I'm just like this is boring, I'm bored over here. <laughs> and then like finally the when the wedding happens and like shit starts catching on fire and people start getting stabbed and shit. I'm like finally fucking some blood some and goddamn death action. and shit. And then she like she bites him and drinks his blood so she turns into like a half vampire. But then when she finally kills him off, She's just back to normal. I'm just like, well, that's uh, anticlimactic. <laughs> I want her to like live her days as a daywalker or something. Like... <laughs> well, what I thought was going to happen, because there was this one maid, like I mentioned, there was five maids. There was one she kind of took a, a liking to, you know, and they kind of... Miss pa- Swift? Was that her name? I think so. They kind of palled around a little bit. And, and you know, uh, the head butler, played by Sean Pertwee, he was a real asshole. He was just buttling. <clears throat> he was buttling all over people's faces. Um, uh, you know, he he put the kibosh on it every time this this maid started getting too friendly. But um, they were basically holding her as like a first meal for when she turned became a vampire. So I thought that maybe what would happen is that when she was. It didn't occur to me that she hadn't drank his blood. So I thought that she had like a mouthful of blood because she, like they saw a bite mark on her neck on, what was her name? Miss Swift? Swift, yeah. Um, she had a bite mark on her neck. So clearly he'd already drank from her. So I thought maybe she was going to like have like a mouthful of his blood, feed it to her, and then they'd both be vampires and kick the shit out of him. That'd be cooler. That would have been awesome. But it didn't happen. No, it said just nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fucking house burns down. And then that ending, or like, was it mid-credits? I, I didn't stay. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, like, they show her cousin, Oliver. He's like, well, she, we, 
I forget exactly what he's saying, but he's he's talking to somebody, assuring them that everything's taken care, of, you know, everything's okay. I think she said like she's dead, um, and like you know the house is burned down. You know, basically talking about what happened and how that they sh- they should be safe. And he walks into this. He's a, he's a realtor, so he he goes into his office, and then across the street we see her step out. So he's Jonathan Harker. No, there was Jonathan Harker. There's ha- there's Jonathan Har- and me- Mina Harker. They were shop owners. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> the the ones that when she escaped and she was trying to get help from from those two old people. Oh, that was their names. Yeah, I was so checked out by that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like she's pounding on the window and she's like, "Jonathan, there's somebody outside." And then when he's on the phone, he's like, "Yeah, this is Harker." Didn't put it together. Yeah. And then, yeah, Jonathan and Mina Harker apparently work for Walt. Secretly. Walt Dracula. Walt Dracula. <laughs> the wonderful world of Walt Dracula. <laughs> um yeah, she she steps out across the street. And, you know, she's all dressed in fucking black and she's got her hair. I don't know if she had her hair cut or if it was like up or something. So just. And she had like zigzag shaved in the side and she was wearing sunglasses and a duster. I mean, basically. She was blade. <laughs> um, and then her friend, uh, Grace, steps out too. And they're like, okay, we're going to kick a motherfucker's ass. And then they presumably do. They walk across the street and that's, that's where it ends. So they became vampire hunters. But he's not a vampire. They, they, just, they became murderers. She, she, I mean, I don't know if she went back home or if Grace just came over and met her there. But regardless, they paid money just to go kick some guy's ass. I don't know. I would have found somebody over there to hire that would kick his ass. And you spend money either way. Well, sure, but probably less. Anyway, this movie sucks. It's not good. It's not good. It takes a long time to get going, and even when it gets going, it's not that interesting. It's too fucking long. It is. (laughs) It's over an hour and a half long, which is just unacceptable for a movie with this little substance. And the most disappointing point of it is produced by Ghost House Pictures. Was it? Yes. Oh, Ramy, what are you doing, bro? Um. Oh, wait. Oh, they dropped out. <laughs> Smart. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Ramy and Tappert exited due to a scheduling conflict. So... This conflict being they just don't have time for this shit. <laughs> but, I mean, this is a Sony movie, and they released it under Screen Gems, so that's where they put all the... The trash? The bottom, bottom shelf stuff. <laughs> like, you know, they've got Sony Pictures, they've got Columbia, they've got TriStar, um, and then, yeah, Screen Gems. <laughs> How did this make it to theaters, then? I don't fucking know. Probably because they spent $10 million on it. Yeah, well, that'll happen. Box office. Well, they made their nut back, I guess. $11.7 million. 
Of course, that's the budget for just the film, I believe. I don't think that includes like marketing and shit. Anyway, um, this is a doo doo pie. Uh, it's very boring. Like that's that's the only word that I can use to describe it. It's just it it's just takes so long. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll give it a two. Ah, uh, like you know, how they say that uh, any car that runs is worth at least five hundred bucks. I, I suppose they could say that. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I feel like any movie that's like, like if it if it costs ten million dollars, I feel like it should be worth at least a three. If you say so. Like, I mean, it's like it looks good up on screen. Sure. The atmosphere is cool. That's the other thing. Like all the sets and like the atmosphere and everything is so cool that they could have done so much with that. Yeah, the opening. Actually, the opening very first scene that I actually completely skipped over was um, Walt's previous wife, who turns out to be. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Turns out to be her great grandmother. um, Kills herself. Because she's been with him for however many decades or millennia. Um, millennia. No, no, not millennia. Uh, however many decades or hundreds of years. Centuries. Centuries. <laughs> Second time we've talked about centuries and you still forgot. I am tired. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she hangs herself because she just she can't. She like, grabs that big old bust and then jumps off. I wasn't really sure. What the point of that was? Just to weight herself down, I guess. I guess. To make well, sure I th- her neck snaps. I thought it was gonna like decapitate her because she hung herself with piano wire. Depacitated. Depacitate. Um, but it didn't. Unless that was edited out because it was a PG thirteen, which should have been my first giveaway. Um so basically the whole thing was they needed somebody of that bloodline to replace her. And the only female left was Evie. Correct. So, I mean, that I guess that story element was creative, but not enough to... The whole movie revolves around incest. Walt needed someone in his own bloodline. Well, it wasn't his bloodline. It, it might as well have been. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to give it a three. Fair enough. All right, moving on. We're going to talk about Alex Garland's men. Hello. Hi. Mrs. Marlowe, yes? Harper, yes. Do, come in. The words I have to say. It's a beautiful house. Will it just be you staying? Excuse me? Mrs. Marlowe? No. Until you give your love. There's nothing more that we can do. Apple from the garden? Yeah, it was delicious. No, 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 no. Mustn't do that. Forbidden fruit. Oh, God, sorry, I... I, I'm joking. Oh. (laughs) You're tormented. It feels more like... 
haunted. Yeah. Something happened. My husband went upstairs to our balcony and let himself go. You must wonder why you drove him to it. Why I didn't drive him to it. I think it'd be true. But if you had given him the chance to apologize, he'd still be alive. What? A man followed me out of the woods. He was stalking me. What makes you say that? I saw him twice. Twice? I don't know if he saw you once. Wanna play a game? You hide. I'll see. You must feel an awful sense of guilt. Stay away from me. Men, 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 manly men, men, men. It's a good thing that our uh, format does not support you having to explain the ending to this. Because uh, it's impossible? Yep. Yeah, so this movie is weird. <laughs> so, for starters, <laughs> um, our main character is Harper who right off the bat, we find out that her husband killed himself uh, right in front of her. He jumped off the building that they live in and they flew by their uh, apartment or whatever. And she like watched him go by and he went splat on the sidewalk. Through a series of flashbacks throughout the movie, we find out that she wanted to divorce him and he told her flat out he was like if you do this i'm gonna kill myself and she's like that's really fucking unfair yeah that's kind of like the whole theme of this movie although i don't want to get into the into the weeds yet so okay <clears throat> good so she's obviously you know very distraught by this so she decides she's going to take a vacation so she heads out is this it's it's the countryside i'm not sure is it is it in london I think it's in London. Yeah. Is, is it in the Irish part of London? Or <laughs> I think she is Irish, but I think this takes place in London. Okay. Yeah, like I said, it's it's in the countryside. It's this little cottage uh, in this village of Cotson. Is that what it's called? Cotson? I believe so, yeah. Uh, yeah, London has all these cute little villages everywhere. And a lot of them have like Shire at the end of it. Yeah. It's all Shires, like fucking Lord of the Rings. And everyone there is all about the greater good. <laughs> the greater good. But so she meets up with the, the she goes to this like Airbnb house and she gets the key from this guy, Jeffrey, who owns it, says, uh, you know, I'll, I'm, if you need me, I'm staying just down the road. I'll, I'm available anytime. Jeffrey is off-putting. He's got fake nose and fake teeth. <laughs> Not like in the con- context of the movie. It's just, it's Roy Kinnear in a fake nose and fake teeth. Did he have a fake nose? Fake nose? Yeah, it was wider. It looked like, just at, like at the tip. Just the tip? 
Just the tip. Yeah, it was just the, the tip was you know fat, bulbous, bulbous. Is the a tip good, was bulbous. Is a good word to describe it. Yeah, but the uh, the fake teeth I feel were more off putting. Yeah, and I mean fact. I mean if you know Rory Kinnear, he's he's bald guy, and seeing him with, with hair just looked weird. Yeah, he's, and is and the hair's gross too. It's like not quite a mullet, but it's 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 like thinning on top, and then it's like longer in the back, but it's not a skullet. I just it looked like a, just a mop, really. Just big. It's, it's just gross. It's like stringy and not not attractive. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't qualify it as long hair. It's shaggy. Yeah, it's not long, but it's longer. We are spending too much time on this. Let's move on. This is what we do <laughs> when we have more time. We have plenty of time. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> uh, but so she uh, Harper contacts her friend Ruby. Um, <laughs> played by Sheila the She-Wolf Not Ruby, it's Riley <laughs> I, want, I want it to be Ruby I don't understand <sighs> I don't know Like, So th- th- there's two so This is one thing that these movies had in common That didn't seem to make a lot of sense is that they both have these friends that they're talking to through FaceTime or, you know, video chat. Yeah. That have little to nothing to do with the the greater plot of the movie. The greater good. The greater good. <coughs> so I don't, I don't know what the point of it is. I don't know. I don't know the point of it all. But it was weird that these both, you know, two female-led movies, which... Not weird in itself, but we just happened to randomly pick two female-led movies, and both of them had that element of a friend they are in contact with in a, a strange surrounding, more or less by themselves. It's just yeah, kind of two random elements that came together completely by coincidence. Right. What Tony's trying to say is we absolutely planned that. <laughs> so this is the the episode dedicated to FaceTime. <laughs> And how it never fucking works when you need it. That's true. But so Harper takes a walk and she comes across this tunnel, this big long train tunnel. And she starts like singing through it to hear the echo. And suddenly this shadowy figure appears at the other end and just starts shrieking and running at her. And she's just like, nope. <laughs> Turns around and runs the other way. Yeah, it's like. The tunnel is long enough to where this guy is very tiny on the other right. end. And it's just like, I can just imagine being in that position and be like, well, he's, he's, he's running. He's running. He's running at me. He's running this way. <laughs> what, do I, what do I do? <laughs> do I run? I got, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. <laughs> do, I, do I fight him? <laughs> I don't know what he's holding. He can have a knife. I don't have a knife. He, but maybe he's running from something. Do I need to run away from whatever he's running from? <laughs> Is he going to ask me for money? Is there a bear or something? Like, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to run. I'm going to fucking run. I'm, I'm, I'm running, right? Um. Oh, we're running? <laughs> have I ever told you that story? Uh, no. I, I went to the went to the movies with a couple of friends of mine. And yeah, we friends. One of my friends that's not you. 
Um, if it makes you feel any better, I'm not friends with these people anymore. <laughs> but we went to go to the movies, and one of the guy's ex-girlfriend was there. And uh, the, after the movie, I went to the bathroom, and when I came out, she was like walking towards us. So they like started running. <laughs> they just they literally just ran away. And I'm just like, oh, we're running. <laughs> Because we were adults. Yeah. That's how we handle our problems. One time I went to the fair with a friend, and um, there was this guy who came up to us, and he's, I forget exactly what he said, but it was very clear like right from the get-go that he was going to try to sell us religion. Mm. And uh, he started talking to us, and without any warning, without hinting me at all, my friend just ran away. We're standing here talking to this guy, and he just, I just up left and you? runs. And like he was expecting me to follow him, but like there was no heads up. No, no. Like, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, he didn't tap me on the shoulder. Nothing. <laughs> and so I'm just standing here talking to this guy. I'm like, <laughs> I better go see what's up with him. Oh, bye. And no, he, he starts making like. He starts having like leading me in this prayer, and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, you should have done is just knocked. The, was he holding something like a, bo- a Bible or a flyer or something? Yeah, like hand it, hand just, out leaflets or something. Just knocked it out of his hand and say, Deals off, pig, and then run. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be so confused. Remember when we were in California and the guy was like, Hey, you guys want to take a personality test? And Jeremy goes, He's a Scientologist, run. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Okay, so Harper runs. <laughs> and she she's running away from this guy and she like climbs up this embankment. And finally she's just like, "Okay, I think I lost him." And she sees this like old run-down house and she kind of walks by it and walks oh, over. Both of these movies take place in London. There's another thing. Yeah, I, exactly as we wrote it up. <laughs> Damsels in distress in London. That's the theme of the episode. She like climbs a fence and starts walking through this field. And she turns around and starts taking photos of the house. She's like, oh, what a cute little cottage. Suddenly there's this naked man just standing there. He's like, two out of three times, baby. (laughs) But he's just standing there being a creep, being naked. And so she's like, I'm going to (laughs) go. Go. Who are you? What do you want? <laughs> where, where are your pants? <laughs> so she goes back to the house and suddenly she looks out into the into the garden. There's a girl in the garden. In London they call yards gardens. Yep. And there's there's the naked guy. And so she calls the cops and she's like, "Hey, there's a, a fucking naked man just picking apples in my backyard." Uh but like while she's on the phone with the cops, he like reaches through the mail slot, and she's like, "Okay, he's trying to get in now. This is a problem." Mm. And they're just like, "All right, yeah, we're on the way. Don't worry about it." So they show, and they they show up, and they tell her, "We arrested him. He put up like no fight, so it's really not a problem. Don't worry about it." Yeah, it's just like I don't think he's all there, you know, something. Like yeah, she's. I think he's, I think he's homeless, and so, uh. Do, 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 do. She goes to, oh, she goes to a church. She, like you're bearing the lead here a little bit. Uh, this guy is also Rory Kinnear. I didn't know if we had seen his face yet, so 
Because when you see him at the house, you don't. He's very far away, and you don't see his face. I'm pretty but sure. When he's yeah. in the garden, I think you might see his face. I think so. Yeah, he's also Rory Kinnear, but he's all cut up. Yeah, weird. and he's bald. Yeah, and naked as he's supposed to. See, this is the second thing that I've seen Rory Kinnear's dick in, and that means he's showing his dick is too much. <laughs> you texted me and you said, "Why are you making me move, watch a movie with Rory Kinnear's dick or whatever?" I said, "Why are you Why are you making me watch a movie?" Where Rory Kinnear's dick has almost as much screen time as he does. <laughs> but I was walking the dog at the time, and so I was only like half paying attention, and I was like, Rory Cochran's in this movie? Rory Cochran shows his dick? <laughs> it's like, Lucas shows his dick? <laughs> but so she goes to church, and... She kind of freaks out while she's in the church and starts screaming, and the vicar comes up. Well, first, she leaves the church, and as she's leaving, there's this kid in like a plastic, I think it's a Marilyn Monroe mask. It's just, yeah, a, a female, like, you know, blow mold. Yeah, uh, was, it, was it Ben Lee? Is that the company? I think that's the name. Um, like one of those, yeah, plastic masks. With, you know, the elastic That we all on the wore back. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And he takes the mask off, and it's this like little kid with this Colin Robinson face of, of that's Rory exactly Kinnear. Exactly what I thought too. <laughs> and he's like, "You want to play? You want to play hide and seek?" And she's like, "No, you have a giant head, and you're weird and creepy. So no." And you were just wearing a mask five seconds ago. And so he's just like, "Fucking bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> this escalated quickly. But so the vicar comes up. The vicar is also Rory Kinnear with weird Highlander hair now. That's his. It's kind of like the hair, like more of it, but kind of like the hair he had when he played Frankenstein's monster in Penny Dreadful, mm. which is the other thing that I've seen his dick in. <laughs> and again, if you show your dick twice, that's too much. Unless you're doing porn. Well, sure. But that's a different circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> or your fast bender. You should just not be hanging your dong so much. <laughs> Unless you're Thunder Gun. <laughs> was it Dolph Lundgren? Is that who it was? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, this vicar is like, <laughs> she talks to this vicar about her husband and how he committed suicide because she wanted a divorce. And she says, you know, that he's, that he struck her. He punched her in the face one time, like while they were arguing about getting a divorce. And this vicar who, for those of you who don't speak Londonish, <laughs> is a, a priest essentially. He's just like, yeah, well, sometimes you gotta hit a woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like saying, like, well, you know, sometimes men hit their wives. That it's he says it's not a capital offense, but did you ever give him a chance to apologize? Yeah, and he's it's like blaming her for all this. It's like, hey, maybe you know you shouldn't have such a punchable face. How about that? And he's like basically saying, if you had let him apologize, would he still be dead? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to this pub. Jeffrey is there. She's talking to Jeffrey. Bartender comes out. Bartender is Rory Kinnear. He's like serving her a drink. This police officer comes in. He's Rory Kinnear. The one who arrested Rory Kinnear earlier. Yeah. And he like, you know, is talking to Jeffrey about the spot of bother on his property. Mm. He's like, what is, I don't know about this. He's like, oh yeah, just some naked man. And she's, he's like, yeah, we had to, had to let him go. Cause he didn't really do anything wrong. 
And she's like, he had his dick out in front of me mm-hmm. and he tried to break into the house. He's like, yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? He's like, if you see him again, just let me know. She's like, he's stalking me. I saw him twice. And he goes, well, maybe he didn't see you once. <laughs> like, he was on my property. He tried to break into the fucking house. You fucking asshole. Fucking cops, right? Fucking cops. Yeah. So basically every man in this movie is Rory Kinnear and is also an asshole. Uh, and then shit goes wild. And I'm not going to tell you about that. What happens at the end? Cause it's fucking crazy. I don't understand a thing that I saw in that ending. <laughs> like the last 20 minutes or so of the movie. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> And I tried to like, you know, look around on the internet, like, you know, the ending of men. What does it mean? Nobody can seem to. I tell saw me. some some speculation that seemed legit. I will say, I will say this: uh, what does happen at the end is some crazy ass body horror. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I, I. I will also say this. Well. Doing a couple of those searches of my own, I ended up blocking discuss entirely on my laptop because there were some fucking vile comments on those posts. Like, like, uh, he man, woman hater stuff. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I guess that uh, would be expected. Yeah. It's like somebody was like, Alex Garland is going to, is, is, uh, going to become trans because he loves women so much. I'm like, I don't Jesus Christ. Become trans. and Yeah, just a lot of that. A lot of like people calling each other incels. and So, yeah, finally I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to block disgust entirely because it's fucking tragic. It is. It's a fucking cesspool. Yeah, there's no moderation. Yeah. And like the first time I ever encountered it was when um, websites were incorporating it as their comment section. Yeah, most like maybe not most, but a lot of websites still do, just because it's easier than having to do it yourself. Right. But if you're if there's no moderation, then might as well just do it yourself and just let it fucking simmer in, in shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. Like, it's not surprising, but unfortunate all the same. Um. Yeah. I mean, I will say that while it takes a lot of interpretation in 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 most parts or most elements it it does have a lot this movie has a lot to say um and uh it's just it's interesting to me that this um was written and directed by a man well um, he's going to become trans so. <laughs> right um but uh alex garland of course best known for the 28 days later movies right yeah, wrote and directed. Right. And, and he's got some other... Uh, Ex Machina, that was another one. Yeah, there was another one, the Natalie Portman movie we did on the show. Oh, um, Annihilation? Annihilation, yeah. Annihilation? Annihilation. That's the, uh, the... The porn version. Porn parody. I, why don't porn movies do that anymore? If they were to make a porn movie now, it would just be called Annihilation Triple X. That's all they do now. It's fucking lazy. It's fucking, it's just fucking lazy. <laughs> Uh, apparently, he wrote the novel that was that the beach was based on. Oh, he did not direct Twenty Eight Days Later or Twenty Eight Like Weeks Later. He, oh, he just wrote it. He wrote them. Oh, he's Danny Boyle directed those, right? 
It's, it's like you're saying that and it didn't sound right. Apparently, um, let's see. Okay, so he wrote 28 Days Later and he did rewrites on 28 Weeks Later. And he oh, was okay. the executive producer. Okay. So, um, but he wrote Dread and then made his directorial debut with Ex Machina. Which I feel like people hated, if I remember correctly. Ex Machina? No. No? Pink, pretty, a pretty well favored movie. Oh, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Let's see. I think I'm thinking of Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, it has a, an approval rating of 92. Oh, wow. That's very good. Have you seen You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. It's, it's good. You should check it out. Is it based on an anime? No. I, I know that, nothing about this movie, apparently. It's, um, it's, it's all AI based. It's, um, Oscar Isaac plays this eccentric, um, you know, software, um, technology mogul. And, um, this, this guy, technology, <laughs> uh, I've seen him in other things, but I can't place his face and I can't think of his name, but he um, comes to work for him, but he's working in for him in like his weird, like underground home. Like he basically agrees to be a live-in employee. Um, and uh, there is an AI robot that he built played by um, uh, Alicia Vikander. And it, it's just kind of like a movie about the how she has become just like this perfect AI um, and just trying to adapt to human human um, fallacy or you know, faults and, and, and things like that. Um, it, 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 it's hard to explain Got correctly. Gal I see. No, it's just a fallacy. <laughs> Fallacy is not what I meant, but faults and um, such and and um, vulnerabilities, things like that. It's 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 a sci-fi thriller. I think was probably what you classify it as. Anyway, go anyway, on. Uh, yeah. I mean, this movie is clearly about toxic masculinity. Yeah, um, that's that's the most obvious part of it, which was just further exasperated in all these comments that I saw. Yeah. It's like, hey, thanks for proving everything about this movie right. But I mean, it's it's also like it's just weird enough that it doesn't really beat you over the head with it. No. Like if if Rory Kinnear wasn't every man in this movie, it would be more obvious. Yeah. And that kind of like takes your mind away from it. Because like the more men that showed up on the screen and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and the fact she never reacts to it either. Yeah. And I've I've in my reading about trying to figure out the ending, there was some some ideas of why that might be um that she that potentially she maybe she sees all men as the same. Mm. Um that 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 was the most prominent one that kind of stuck out to me. Um but yeah, I, I could see that being being the case is that she just kind of sees all men as as the same, which is kind of a, um, oh, what's the word? I don't know. Not sad, but 
disheartening, I guess, take yeah. on on men, but you know. Cause it, you think it's what it is. At some point you want to go down like so I never told you guys you look alike. Yeah. Also, why is that kid's head so big? <laughs> you know, I thought that was just something they did for laughs on what you what do we do in the shadows. But the fact that they still did it in this movie, and it definitely wasn't made for laughs, it's like, maybe it's just really hard to put a man's face, or you know, an adult's face on a kid's body. Like, I gotta figure they put, give him like a green hood, right? You would think. Green man? <laughs> when did it turn into green man? Which, by the way, there's a like a deity or something throughout this movie. It's like a, like a tree man, and apparently he's called green man. Yeah. Yeah. And I will put on Green Man and run around the field. <laughs> yeah, there are two reliefs that apparently Alex Garland, he he used because he has seen them around a lot of churches in, you know, in, the, um, in London and uh, other European countries. Apparently, it's a very common thing is the Green Man relief carved into stone. But... Aside from the green man, there's this other one that appears to be a woman. Sheila Nagig is what it's called. The green man? No, the other one. Oh. Oh, so it's a real thing? The female one, yeah. Okay. But it's like, it's basically like a woman's head, two boobs, and then like a pair of legs, and like she's just like spreading her vagina open. Yep. And (laughs) I think I could see her kidneys. (laughs) I'm just like, Wow. That's that's graphic. That's quite the scene, but it also made me, unfortunately, made me think of a, a Louis C.K. joke <laughs> or bit that he did during one of his stand-ups. He's talking about, I think he had like people over, like doing a dinner or just had some friends over or something, and his daughter and he whipped out his dick and started jerking <laughs> it, and they were all like, "Please stop!" I mean, that was probably later in the night, um, but he uh, he said his daughter came out and she was young, like four or five years old. She came out completely naked and was just like, like spreading her vagina open and just going, eh. <laughs> and when I saw that, it instantly made me think of it and I started laughing. And then he felt bad for laughing about Louis C.K.? Yeah. Yes and no, because it's like, you know, you want to separate the art from the artist and like the things he said were funny. Some of them. Some of them in hindsight, just like, mm, yeah, not so great. But there are still some jokes that he made that are funny. And it's like, even though he's a piece of shit, the jokes were still funny. That's fair. <laughs> it's like, I don't want him to be in Hollywood anymore. Doesn't mean I can't still think his old stuff's funny. Sure. Like Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is an absolute piece of shit. But some things that he said, like when he was doing, like in stand-up days, it's, he said some funny stuff. Yeah, just make sure you bootleg him so he don't get any money for it. Right. He's dead. He's, he's no. dead yet. Louis C.K.? No. Bill oh, Cosby. Cosby? No. I thought he... Maybe I was just hoping. <laughs> Maybe I was wishing he was dead. Anyway. Do you remember when, when 30 Rock fucking called that? That he was a sexual predator? Yeah. Mm, no. It was... <laughs> somebody called Tracy and was doing impressions of all these black artists. I think it was Godfrey. And uh, remember Godfrey? Yeah, do remember when Godfrey briefly followed us on Twitter? Did he? Was it briefly? I thought it was for a while. No. Zach Ward followed us for a while. 
Yeah. Um, but he does this impression of Cosby, Farkas. and and Tracy is just like, Bill Cosby, damn you! You know what you did to my aunt, whatever, <laughs> my aunt Teresa or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like there was a couple jokes for Thirty Rock, and like in hindsight, you're like, were they trying to call it out? Like, I feel like there was like a Weinstein joke. Oh well, when you got, I don't. It's one of those things where it's like a a well known secret. And so it's like, like, is 30 Rock trying to bring attention to it, or are they just making jokes? Well, when you've got somebody like Tina Fey running the show, I mean, it's probably, probably not, an not so much a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the whole element of toxic ma- masculinity is not especially masked in right. this, but... It is interesting to see it kind of present itself in different forms through the different instances of Rory Kinnear. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jeffrey, you know, he is being, he almost had like... Jeffrey! (laughs) Jeffrey. (laughs) And these two are Jeffrey! (laughs) He, uh... He almost had like a superhero complex where he just, he wanted to, you know, save the damsel in distress and, you know, be like, be the, the, the... The hero. The hero, yeah. I mean the white knight. Yeah, yeah. Perfect term. Um, you know, like when she first arrives there, he's there to greet her and he says he'll bring her bags in and she offers to help and he's like, No, no, don't worry about it. Uh, I, I I'm sure I can get him. And he, he's like bringing the bags in, he's like completely fumbling with them. He like he should have let her help. He's like, No, no, don't worry about it. Please, please go, you know, go inside, rest. But like at that point, it's so early in the movie. You're just like he's trying to be a good host. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you have to separate yourself from what you kind of already know about the movie going into it. True. Yeah. Um, you know, f- through trailers or reviews or whatever that you may may have already seen, you kind of have to push that out of your mind to really forget that. Yeah. Okay. This is him being toxic, chauvinist. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, then the cop, it's like you know, you know, calm down, little lady type yeah, thing, and hysterical lady. Yeah. And then the fucking vicar with his victim blaming. Yeah, it's like that's when it really gets blatant. Yeah, and when he's talking and to right, her right after the little kid, it's like fucking bitch. Yeah. And like before the vicar starts kind of showing his hand, he like he's talking to her, trying to comfort her. And he like puts her, puts his hand on her leg. Yeah, she's like, um, but she doesn't re- react to it. So it's like she kind of looks at it, but doesn't really like you know push it away or say right. you know could you not touch me? And maybe that's just like this, you know, like the f- mentality that that women are in, where it's just like you know it's better for me to just let it go than mm-hmm. than raise a stink about it because who knows what kind of problems this will bring. How that me. would escalate? Yeah. yeah. Which, and again, it's very unfortunate. It shouldn't thing. be that way, right? Um, but from, from a, you know, a purely entertainment standpoint, I thought this was a, uh, this was a pretty good movie. Um, like I said, the more people that came on, on screen, the more men that came on screen, and, and they were all Rory Kinnear's face, I was just like, what is going yeah. on? There were a total of... Five people in this cast. So there's um, She Wolf. 
She Wolf, Harper, Harper, um, Roy Keener, and, and all the characters he plays, and then like the, the police cop, the other the other the police th- officer, the female police officer. Did I say and, police cop? <laughs> you said police cop. I was going to let it go. <laughs> um, and uh, her Meet husband, the cop who can't be stopped. <laughs> and, and her, her and her uh, husband James. Her husband yeah. James. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Harper was played by Jesse Buckley, who, like, I had to look up why I recognized her, but she played that fucked up nurse from Fargo. The movie? Or the, the show? show. Oh, I only watched a couple episodes of that. Oh, really? I thought you had watched We it. started it and just, for whatever reason, didn't finish it. I think I think we started watching something else and forgot about it or something. But... I could have sworn that was you that I, like, was talking to about Fargo. Well, yeah, she was in like the. It may have been the last season of Fargo. Oh yeah, I, if if I watched the full season, it was the first season, and I don't think I'd even watch the first the season, season was the best one. Well, yeah, it had Martin Freeman in it. Well, sure, but like the story just kind of when they had to start making up their own stories. Well, actually, the 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 first season. No, I take that back. It was pretty much the movie. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) It's been so long since I've seen the movie, I kind of have to remember. Martin Freeman is so good as that character, though. He really is. Like, when I found out he was basically playing the William H. Macy character, I was just like, that's fucking perfect. Yeah. And uh, the the girl playing... um, I always call... I always say girl, and I always try to stop myself from saying it but i was a girl and guy that's what i say for everyone so mm. I, <clears throat> the woman the the woman who played um the cop fuck i, I so bad with fucking marcy. names marcy thank you um she did a pretty good job too she's so far off from um francis mcdormand <laughs> yes i can't remember names <laughs> to save my life fuck you know for the last couple of years, I thought I was getting better at that. I'm really not. <laughs> it's like I just happened to remember some names. <clears throat> Frances McDormand was a high bar, though. She was great. She really was. Anyway. Um, and, of course, Ted Danson. And, and, of course, Ted Danson. The Ted Danson machine. Ted Danson machine. So good. <laughs> Whatever happened to that band? I mean, it probably died out the rest of Scott, but. Yeah. Perfect name. So good. Man, like, not that long ago, I was just like, I wonder if I can find any table dancing with Betty. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think I found some That's on SoundCloud. Pass. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, Man, I'm... Uh, we got a s- seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Torn between seven and eight. Yeah, I kind of was too. I think I'll go eight. It was, it was pretty good, and it like, <clears throat> I mean, despite that ending, which just was like it's not it's not a bad ending. It's just so fucking weird. I I still don't know what the fuck I just watched, <laughs> and why? Why? Yeah, but. 
the rest of the movie, it was good and it left enough um, open to interpretation to kind of, you know, where I think a lot of people can probably just make it their own movie, really, depending on how they interpret things. Yeah. So, yeah, I think an eight's a good number. All right. I may have considered giving it a nine if that fucking ending wasn't so bad. Yeah, like I was, when things kind of started to ramp up, I was like, I really wonder how they're going to tie all this together and and end this. I never would have expected that. (laughs) I was sitting there watching it like, wait, what now? (laughs) Oh, now, now that's happening. Yep. Okay, yeah, well. All right. I'm just like. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's there's there's a thing that happens, and it happens multiple times. Yeah. And by like the third time, I'm just like, is this how many times is this gonna happen? <laughs> and then like on the last one, you're like, what's left? And and the last one, it's like. Wait a minute, is this really happening? <laughs> what the fuck it is took happening? Until the last one to wonder if it was really happening. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the rest of the movie is weird enough and like it didn't really explain much as to like, what's really going on. So it's like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> all, right, all right. But the last one it's just like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, now you've gone too far. <laughs> And then it's just like, boop, over. Yeah. And then there was like a follow-up, like mid-credits. It's not even mid-credits. It's, it's like, like the, the title card flashes, and then it goes into this like, next scene. Sure, yeah. Um, Which really served no purpose. No! I can tell. It's like, okay, maybe we're going to get some answers here. Nah. Nah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So a solid movie. Available now. On demand for five bucks. Yeah. It's for for a new release. It's Yeah, I was pleasantly good. surprised. Yeah. I mean, they're not usually much more, like seven, eight bucks. Yeah. But this one was five six. Six? I got it for four ninety nine on Google. I think I did five ninety nine on Amazon. But it could be wrong. Regardless, it doesn't matter. It's a dollar. Everybody's got a dollar. Do you want a dollar? (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) We got to wrap this up. All right, let's do it. Okay, well, um, it's been fun, guys. Yeah. (laughs) It's been fun hanging out with you. (laughs) Yeah, it's been fun hanging out with with Alice Cooper. (laughs) Is this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> well, actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good, the good land. land. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we're going to wrap this up, and we're going to be back in a couple weeks, guys, with a brand spanking new episode. Mm. Mm. What are we going to be watching, Taylor? We're going to be watching uh, The Black Phone, and we're going to be watching the prequel to X, Pearl. Pearl. Which is wild because we just did X four months, three months ago. Well, that's what you get when you five film. months ago. Math is hard. <laughs> that's what you get when you have a director who filmed two movies entirely in secret. It's true. 
I don't know how he fucking did it. Ty West was like, what if we just didn't stop rolling? Yeah. And Mia Goth is just like, fuck it. Fuck it. You want me to take my clothes off now or later? <laughs> like, well, well, no. I mean, do you, do you want to? <laughs> Why the fuck? And she's like, here? yeah. <laughs> what are we even doing? Mia Goth does not like clothes. That's the, the no. determination I've come to is Mia Goth, Goth Mia Goth, Mia Goth just does not like wearing clothes. No, not at all. And uh, neither does Rory Kinnear. I wish, I wish he did though. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. I just don't want to see his dick in particular <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's, it's been too much. That's my rule. If you are a man, you are only allowed to be nude in one thing, unless you're a porn actor. Then it's permitted. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to see a dick. Nobody. It's true. Like women. Everybody wants to see a naked woman. Everyone. The, the male body is like a Jeep. Yes. For getting around. <laughs> the female body is a piece of art. Uh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Look out for that episode here in exactly 14 days, guys. Um, until then, where can people find us, Taylor? They can find us at graveplotpodcast.com. You can listen to every single episode we've ever put out, but don't listen to the early ones because they're not very good. I've tried. It's, it's they're like, bad. It's they're bad. just, they're not, this is like the earlier episodes of Cult of Splat are not as good as our more recent episodes because we've kind of started to hit our groove, mm-hmm. but at least our first ones I've podcasted before, so I know what I'm doing a little bit. Yeah. Our first episodes, you and me. We had no idea what the no. shit we were doing. And we did not have any good equipment at all. So just don't don't listen to them. Yeah, our first episodes were like, you know, um, if you watch a lot of kung fu movies and then you try to enter a martial arts competition. Or you try to make your own kung fu movie. <laughs> or that. With people who don't do kung fu. Ha- like having no idea how to do kung fu or make movies. Right. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, feel free to listen to the other ones. There's some some good shit in there. Yeah. Uh, and you know, check us out on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/GravePlotPodcast for exclusive content. Like I said, you can join us live every single episode, every single goddamn one. And you can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as GravePlotPodcast, or on Twitter as Grave underscore Plot. And make sure to. Subscribe to the show and uh, leave us a five-star rating. And if you can leave us a little review, it, it does help more so than not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you put words in the box, it makes the thing go higher. Fucking it up. really only applies to Apple Podcasts. Like Spotify, I don't think you can leave reviews, but uh, I don't. you can like leave... Ratings, 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 yeah, no reviews. You can't say anything. I don't think so. Which is fine. I'd rather have a rating than a review. Well, yeah, because people only give reviews when they're mad about something. Usually, like have you checked out Yelp? It's like it's worse than Reddit. Is it? Oh yeah. People, people only go on there to bitch, or like, you know, restaurant owners like fucking family go on there and it's like, oh, this is the best meal I've ever had. Um, and don't forget graveplotfilmfest.com that too submit your films today 15 minutes or less horror themed and it cannot have been well you could 
you could have submitted it before, but if we have run your film before, you can't submit it again. That should go without saying, but just in case. Yeah. Also, check out my other podcast, Cult the Splat, uh, cultthesplat.com. It's another movie podcast, but it's not horror specific. It's movies that have a lower than 60% rating on rottentomatoes.com, but that either me or my co-host Kevin is going to actually love. Yep. And like I said, Tony's going to be on an upcoming episode. So, yeah. And if you want to check out my other endeavors, if you like watching somebody sit and draw things, uh, then you can check me out on twitch.tv slash skeletonyart or go to skeletonyart.com or instagram.com slash skeletonyart. It's a lot of skeletony art just all over the place. Just Google skeleton yard and you'll find it. Skeleton yard. <laughs> but do it as like one word because if you write, if you do skeletony and art, you get basically a bunch of like pictures of skeletons. <laughs> skeletony art. Yeah. It's not skeletony. It's just skeletony art. You know, like art that's all skeletony. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We will see you next time. Until then, I'm Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. And this has been the Grave Flat Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. You see, man made the cars to take us over the road. Man made the train to carry the heavy load. Man made the electrolyte to take us out of the dark. Noah made the ark. This is a man's, man's, man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. Man thinks about a little bit of baby girls and a baby boys. Man make them toys.